Hey guys, brand new Burtcast. Oh, I do that. Well, I thought you told me I was going to do that. I'm, guys, I've lost my voice from throwing up. I had the most violently ill experience I've ever had the other night. Correctly, Em. It was terrible. It was really, really terrible. And I've been through a lot of stomach illnesses with our kids and with Bert. This is the worst I've ever seen. It was so bad oh. that he burst a blood vessel in his eyeball, in the eyeball, and around his eyes, but the actual eyeball, one eyeball I'm looking at it right now, is totally bloody. It was so bad. And he was sick to start with, with some kind of like throat congestion. So his voice is just gone between the vomiting and the still have the cold. You poor thing, man. Uh, Europe, I think, maybe kicked your butt. Maybe. I don't know. I always feel like I can, um, I can manage throughout those tours. I won't get sick on the tours. When I come home, I am fucking wrecked. That is absolutely accurate. You come oh, home totally wrecked. My body, my whole stomach is sore. I bet your back hurts. My back, my yeah. stomach, my my abs. Yeah. Not that I have abs, but. You do have abs. 10 pounds. I lost 10 pounds. You did? Yeah. In one day? Yeah, one day from throwing everything up and then not eating for it, 24 hours. It was it was awful. And once he didn't make it to the toilet, he threw up in our sink and I had to like scoop it up. Like, that's when I was, that's when I knew uh, I married the right person. When you were cleaning that sink out, I knew I wouldn't do it for you. And Bert was like, just leave the sink. And I was like, are you kidding? Do you know how bad this house will smell if I leave a sink full of vomit? It was two full cups of vomit. Well, like I used our like glass measuring cup so I could, you know, run it through the dishwasher and really sanitize it. Yeah. It was two full cups of vomit in our bathroom. It was awful. I don't think I'll ever eat a carrot again, ever. Yeah, well, there were carrots in there. There were carrots in there and tomatoes. Um, it was gnarly. So I apologize for the intro. It's going to be very short because I can't talk. Today's podcast is with Zane Lamprey. Um, Zane has a new adventure bag that is for sale on Kickstarter right now. You'll hear us talk about it. Um, and, Le and Leanne is going to be doing our sponsor reads today. I, I know. I'm so not. Guys, sponsors, if you're ever looking for someone new, she's got her own podcast. <laughs> I don't have nearly the listeners you have, though. But, okay, I'm going to give it a shot because I don't ever do the reads. You always You're do. You're already losing them right now. I'm losing it? Yeah, yeah. Just, I am not losing today's it. Today's podcast is brought to you Okay, by. today's Burtcast is brought to you by Joybird. Joybird is an awesome furniture company. We have a couch from Joybird that I love. It's blue and it's beautiful and the fabric is really high quality. And, you know... I think you never know when you order something online. It's good to hear from somebody who really owns the product. It's a really great quality piece of furniture. Um, they, they responsibly source all of their materials. Everything is handcrafted. Each piece Joybird makes is made by hand with care and precision. They use quality hardwood and responsibly sourced materials. Uh, they have a, a limited lifetime warranty. They also have outdoor furniture, which I haven't checked that out. I should actually check wow, that we were out. We just talking about getting out outside furniture. I know. We were just talking about that. So I'm going to go online and check out their outdoor furniture. Um, they have get two new chaise lounges out there. They have that. They have outdoor sofas, lounge chairs, tables, and more. And they're made from rust-proof aluminum, natural woods, and bamboo. Here's a really awesome thing about Joybird is they have a 365-day home trial. So you can sit on it, sleep on it, break it in. If you don't love it, you can return it for a full refund. I mean, that's a pretty great guarantee. That is a, the best guarantee you can get with online furniture, I'm telling you. We are not returning our couch. Sorry, Joybird. <laughs> it's an awesome couch. 
Uh, see how Joybird can help you design your dream space. Find your joy today at joybird.com slash birdcast. Create the furniture that brings you joy today at joybird.com slash birdcast. Go to joybird.com slash birdcast and receive an exclusive offer of 25% off your first order by using the code birdcast. So 25% off a couch is a big savings. So make sure you go to joybird.com slash birdcast and use the offer code birdcast for 25% off your first order. Not bad on your first read. Not bad? Uh, Not bad. I would like it to be a little more conversational. So when I talk... (laughs) <laughs> That's when you look at the copy and find your next part to talk about. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Sure. Thanks. Sure. Uh, Sansei Bert. Sansei. Thanks, Sansei Bert. Yeah. Okay. Your next sponsor for the Bertcast is Manscaped. Ooh. Those are the best clippers in town. Without a doubt, the best clippers in town for your balls. So the lawnmower. That's what I have. I think I have lawnmower 2.0. It is a lot more 2.0. You didn't let me finish. I stopped Sorry. so I could read the copy while you were talking. Do you Sorry. see how yeah, I learned? Yeah, 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 yeah. The lawnmower 2.0 features quiet stroke technology. It's, it's terrifying to trim your balls. I wouldn't really know, but. It is. It is because they're, it's like the softest skin on your body. But especially when it sounds like a chainsaw. But the lawnmower 2.0 is so quiet, it gives you the confidence to trim the most sensitive areas. It's perfect for travel. It's small, so it fits in your travel bag. Mark Norman shaves his face with it. He does? Yeah. Well, it's just clippers, babe. Does he have a really soft skin he on his face? He has very soft skin. He's got boy Aww, skin. Oh, baby, Norman. That's so sweet. Uh, Manscaped also has a crop preserver. It's an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Mm-hmm. If you already you already put deodorant on your armpits, why not put deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Oh, my God, Bert. Why are you not using this? <laughs> Oh, my God. The underlying smell on Bert's right hand is ball. Like at all times. <laughs> it smells like turkey and balls. Oh, it smells like jalapenos and balls. Oh. <laughs> and I think I just killed him. <laughs> We're getting some of that crop preserver. It's more like marriage preserver. I think it's what it should be called. <laughs> Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BERT at manscaped.com. Dot com. Your balls will thank you, it says. <laughs> and your wife. Get 20% off free shipping and a free travel bag with the code BERT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping and a free travel bag. And it's man, M-A-N, scaped, S-C-A-P-E-D.com. And use the code BERT, B-E-R-T, BERT. And get some of that crop duster, man. Crop preserver. Sorry, crop preserver. Not bad. You're doing much better. I'm getting better? Yeah. How many more reads do we have? One more for a pre-roll and one mid-roll. Oh, nice. I can't wait to hear this. This one's open fit. Oh, God damn it. I love open fit. You do? I do. They're great on the road. When I was on the road in Europe, I'd use the open fit 600 seconds. Ooh. And it's such, it is such a great workout. Right. To literally just break a sweat first thing in the morning, get your metabolism going. I love that fucking workout. Well, it's amazing because it makes it accessible. I mean, you can work out anywhere. You can work out in your hotel, in your backyard. You can work out at the park. You can work out at your friend's house, anywhere. It's really great. Yeah. Um, Open Fit has amazing trainers and classes. They're led by some of the most effective and engaging trainers in the world. Um, they can sculpt your body. They can. You can lift weights. Um, Super simple. Forget the complexity and stress around getting fit and just press play 
and work out on your schedule. 600 Seconds with Celebrity Trainer, which is what you're just talking about, Devin Wiggins, packs the fat-burning, muscle-building, and body-sculpting benefits of much longer sessions into a fraction of that time. You can access it anywhere and anytime on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, or Roku. Um, You can lose up to 15 pounds in just the first 30 days. Flatten your abs, shape your body, and look and feel great. Well, I've used this app before, too, and I love it, too, simply because you can do it anytime, anywhere. That's the best is just being able to log right on. It, it is, right, to be able I, to. I loved it. I did it in Antwerp. Uh, it was the first time I did it in Europe, and I was like, I'm doing this every fucking day. OpenFit has changed the way Bert works out and the way I work out, and with Bert's code, Bert, you can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use his code, Bert. And start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, Bert's listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit, where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text BERT BERT to 303030. You'll get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information, totally free. Again, just text BERT to 303030. Hey, uh, Halston, you see if our door is shut in the back because our pool guy just showed up. Yeah, our pool guy's here, and he likes to eat pool guys. She likes to eat pool guys. Priscilla likes to eat pool guys. Uh, I hear they are they're very high. I'll hydrated. tell you what, man. <laughs> yeah, one of these uh, food poisonings is really great to jumpstart a diet. Right? Uh, yeah, I don't know if they have an app for food poisoning, maybe. Um, how to get food poisoning? God, it was horrible. Well, you definitely have food poisoning because I shared an ice cream with you, and I'm not sick. And Sandy yeah. shared the same ice cream with us, and she's not sick, so it's for sure it was food poisoning. It was gnarly. It was fucking horrible. It was it awful. Just like I it, felt it, so bad. for My you. whole body aches right now. I just want that to go away. As you know, it's amazing what your brain says to you while you're sick. All my brain was saying was. This is because of your lifestyle, because you just eat like crazy. You felt like your body was being punitive? My body was like, this is what you get. This is what you get. You want to have beers at the airport in the mornings? This is what you get. Mm. You want to you wanna eat fucking nine things of sushi and not order like a regular uh, person? This is what you get. Aww, you want to eat ice cream and vodka and fucking at the end of a night? This is what you get. And I was like, and then I'm listening to Joe's podcast with Laird Hamilton, and I'm like, they're talking about age and and uh, and being in shape, and I'm like, yeah, what? Forty six, like, what? I'm doing exactly what my dad did. Like, what? What the fuck am I doing? What? What do you mean? What did your dad do? My dad just gained a ton of weight. When I weighed myself, I weighed myself with clothes on right before I did this podcast, and I was two fifty eight, and I was like, what the fuck? Today? Am I doing? No, the other day. Oh. And so I was like, what the fuck am I doing? And so. I'm going to just try to get in better shape for real. And I know I've said that a million fucking times, but I'm like, I know I can do it. It's really your diet. You know, it's not, it's not your working out. Cause you work out, you work out. It's your diet. So I eat like fucking, I eat, I just, I went into a meeting at TBS and I was like, and they were giving us beers before the meeting. I was like, Oh, I'll take two beers. Can I get them Reese's pieces? 
Can I get a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup? Yeah, that's the problem. And it's the midnight pizza. You come in from the store, and I hear you. You walk in the door. You walk to the fridge, open the fridge. I hear the buttons on the microwave. I'm like, he's heating up fucking pizza. I guess the problem is we shouldn't have pizza in our refrigerator. But we have Friday night pizza night. It's the only night a week we have pizza is Friday night for our girls. So maybe we just need to start ordering the minimum. So there's no leftover pizza, so you can't have any temptations. Also, we did go to Target, and somebody... I won't say who. Somebody put about six bags, full-size bags of Cheetos, Fritos, Doritos, and I don't buy that shit. So I don't eat, I don't eat it, but somebody buys it when they go to the grocery store. And what was it, the chocolate dip Lorna Dunes or something that you had? And I was like, don't buy those. And you, they're not, you're going to be disappointed and you bought them anyway. So maybe you have... Maybe, they were Nutter Butters. No, they weren't Nutter Butters. They were Nutter Butters. I love about the Lord of Dunes. Oh, well, regardless, maybe that you need to stop doing that. If it's not in the house, you can't eat it. Uh, yeah, but I don't want to be one of those people that, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'll tell you what, one day being fucking physically ill makes you go like, I got to clean my life up a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit around the edges. Holy fuck. Get rid of the junk. If you would just eat. Three meals a day, even. I know some people f- philosophize that you should eat only in a certain amount of hours a day. And then some people say you should eat all day long and little snacks. And there's all these philosophies. You have to find the one that works for you. But maybe it is. You eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you're just done. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You definitely, um, if that's something you want to do, then then you have, I think food is where you need to look. It's not working out. Today's podcast, everyone, <laughs> is with Zane Lamprey, and you'll hear me uh, show a little self-control when Zane offers me a beer and I pass on it. Nice. Yeah, I, was a, I had a soda instead. But he's got that new thing. It's the adventure bag. Check it out. We talk about it on the podcast. If you go to zanelamprey.com, I think it'll take you straight to Kickstarter. Um, I've known Zane forever. He's got a new show called Four Sheets on drinktv.com. Drink TV on Drink TV. Maybe it's drink.tv or Drink TV. It's an app. Drink TV. His old show, Three Sheets, and then he had Drinking Made Easy, and now he's got four sheets. He had Chug. So um, I've known Zane forever. He's a great guy. It's a great conversation. You're going to love it. Uh, that's it, everybody. I hope you have a great day. Watch out what you eat. Don't get sick. Stay healthy. Stay healthy. Have a great weekend. I love you. Bye. How do you get shit done? You know what's so funny? I was thinking about this in the shower, and I have to tell you, this is the most amazing thing. Right now, it's 10.59, Yeah. right? And we're back in your office already recording. Yeah. At 10.50, I was getting out of the shower at my house, and the fucking Uber pulls up, and I'm like, oh, man, I hate being late. Like, I don't like to be late. I don't mind it. And... and And what's crazy is, uh, and I got here in four minutes. Oh, our house is, you know, I almost bought a house right next door to yours. Which one? The black one? No, um, not right next door to yours. It's, it would be right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, we would have been, we would have been best friends. uh, Oh, by the way, I go, I walk by your house. I try to find your house. I can't remember which one's yours. No, you did on purpose. And I, because of you, I keep changing the facade of it. I literally walk by there every day. I walk by there to go, uh, hike Fryman. 
and I always look for your house. I can I can never remember which Dude, one. Dude, why is. do you stop and and ask me if I want to go for a hike? With I don't you? know which one it is. Just text me. You got my number. Oh, yeah, I should text you. I always want to go that back way because you told go me to go the back way. way one time. We'll hike. Um, yeah, I hiked I, I hiked for a lot, but we almost bought that house. That house forever will be the house that got away. Oh no! Oh, it was the greatest house. Which one was it? We just didn't have enough money for it. Dude, I can't even afford to live in that neighborhood anymore. That neighborhood, that neighborhood's so nice. It's um. It is at the base of Fryman Canyon. Mm-hmm. The back, its backyard oh, yeah. goes up to Fryman oh, yeah. Canyon. Yeah. Um, it had three stables in it, which we were going to turn into podcast studios, stables for horses. Oh, my gosh. Um, podcast studio, office, gym. Uh, it was a huge Mediterranean house. It yeah. was beautiful. My wife wasn't in love with it at first. I wanted it. And then... They wanted, they wanted like, they wanted like three million for it, and I was like, yeah. we can't do, we we definitely can't afford that. And then they wanted two point seven, and I said to I Leanne, saw your bank statements. It looks like you're. I, I you said could. to Leanne, oh, you want to overextend yourself? No, I didn't. I shouldn't. We didn't. We couldn't. We'd have to sell this house. Yeah. Immediately liquidate this house to yeah. get into that yeah. house. Yeah. And we weren't there. And now, and we've been looking at houses, and, and you got to come. We, you got to come there now. I put a putting green in the back. It's you did not. Yeah, it's so cool. So wait, how do you get shit done? You're you're the you know most so funny? you're I, the most capable person i know at, at taking a project from point a to point z in any project in any capacity you have more willpower to to move your own thoughts into actions than any one person i've ever met in you know this entire it's, it, city. it's funny so so i i did uh todd garner's podcast well, big, we were just talking yeah, i have a pitch with him at big, three big hollywood producer um and he by the way the, the, way, initial, the initial reason I thought of you is because he has the exact same laugh as you. Dude, we it's went into, ridiculous. We went into his office and he pitched me. I pitched him the machine story as a movie. Oh my God. And he was like, he was like, I love it. Give me a couple days. And then he called back and he goes, Okay, I got a better idea for you. He goes, Can you just come in? Dude, I have never sat in a pitch. I've never sat in a meeting You're... and laughed harder. Oh, really? Yeah. We, we laughed so hard back and forth. And uh And did it sound like you? It, did you acknowledge that it sounded like you left? Now I got it. Now I got. Well, I got to find out. We're going, we, we're yeah. meeting at three, and then we have a pitch at four, and then I have another meeting at five. Um, but we, I've never enjoyed a meeting ever more in my life, and then immediately I was like, I'm attached. You know what's funny is he. We could spend, spend the entire time talking about him, but he is such. I, when you meet him. Like you have met him, yeah, yeah. you just go, oh, I see why this guy has gotten to where he is, hundred percent, because he's like he's 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 just he's just got that personality where you Dude, he's, he's listening to you can i tell you another thing he's not, not like on the phone or like whatever he let he, he i think he's doing another project right now and so he left us like me and the writer and the director and and all of us to kind of like toy with the idea and then we got in our own way we got so confused with the idea we just like all of us were like kind of just scattershot going in different directions and we were all lost but we were still real excited and we're trying to like convince ourselves that we're going in the right direction. Yeah. And then Todd just got on the phone and goes, hold on, let's just get this back to, and then he goes, this is what it is. And all of us are like, that's what we were trying to say. Dude, he is fucking amazing. Well, then I hope, th- then I there's hope, that too, because he's so smart. He, I, I hope this project goes, because I'd love to work with that guy. Yeah. He's really fun. He, but wait, if you look at his, re- you, know, you know, he did tag, right? Did yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, do, just all this stuff he's done. You're just like, oh yeah, those are some great movies. So we go back to, how do you get shit done? So I was thinking about this in the shower. <laughs> to go back to that. And I was like, you know, he's like, Zane, you know, you're going to Bert's today. This is your annual like therapy checkup session with Bert because <laughs> Bert's going to ask you the tough questions. 
and you do, you do, you, 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 because, because our, our like paths just, just even if we didn't know each other, our paths are just are braided. similar. Yeah, they're braided. They are braided for sure. And and it's just like you understand it. So I forget that there's a microphone in my face, and I just I just sit here and just like kick it to you. And I and I and, I, and I'm at that point where I just kick it so real. Not that I haven't always. Yeah. But there's some shit that I and there's whatever. But like, but like as far as getting stuff done, I dude, I am I am just like, I I don't know the answer to that. I wake up at six because no one's awake and then i and then you know i can just i can just have a few hours of like whatever close my office door and whatever and then and then like people like from my adventure company they we work out of my house so then they show up so one of the things is having great people okay all right okay let's start there but 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 it and and not to discredit the the great people but but you know, if I wasn't pushing that boulder up the hill and they're helping me, I guess some nice, strong people helping. But but if I stopped pushing that boulder, it would stop moving. And, and I just and, I just fucking said that to my manager. I said, dude, I feel like this last tour, I got all the places in order for where I wanted to move forward. Yeah. And I feel like there was no oil in the machine and nothing happened. And I feel like I've lost momentum. I feel like I feel like I took a break going like I'm like wiped out. Yeah, the tour is uh, after Europe. I was like, I need a fucking break. Mm-hmm. Second, I put <laughs> second, I take a break. Everything falls apart. Yeah, my fucking uh, fucking Cobra quits. My my fucking assistant quits. He's like, I got a writing job. I was like, what you want him to get a writing job? I, t- I talked to you last week. I know. Cobra. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, I gotta last until June, but I'm out, buddy. And I was like, okay, all right. Cobra quits. Um. Everything's just falling apart. Halston knows everything. Halston, what are you doing? Why are you leaving? Oh, no, put no. your st- put your bag down. Halston's the only fucking constant I've had in my life, but I, I get I get I'm very difficult to deal with. I think. And look, and look, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I I think at the end of the day, it, it takes this level of determination that. And I was talking to to uh, here's a chicken back there. Yeah, it's your chicken. Okay, cool. Um, I love chickens. Is it a silky chicken? Uh, uh, no. It's oh, there's a, two. Uh, okay. It's not Sorry. a fryer chicken either. I think. Sorry, ADD. Um, but like, uh, what was I saying? Something about swimming. I don't know. Here's my. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's, it, here's my question. Being a pain in the ass. Here's my question. I'm I'm really obsessed with this podcast. How I built this. Have you mm-hmm. listened to it? Mm-hmm. I love it. Sarah Blakely, uh, by the way, who I'm gonna definitely get on this podcast. I'm have to get her on this podcast. She went to Florida State the same time I went to Florida State. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't think we knew each other, but maybe we did. I, I don't know. I don't really remember. But I maybe but she up. You don't know. She created Spanx. She said, right. you know, she said, you know what I did? I just didn't tell anyone about my idea for a year. She goes, because I believe ideas, there's so much power in idea and there's so much ego involved. And people will shit on your idea. I sent that's that, that's 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 true. The power, however, is in the execution of the idea. And th- and that's the problem. Is that having an idea. Hollywood is full of ideas. People that arrive every single day by the droves, by the thousands with ideas, right? But if you don't have the faculties and the resources to act on that idea and the determination and some like some like brain problems too, right? Because like that's one of the things I was, and this is what I was saying before as I was talking to Todd about it. I, Todd, I've kind of ran out my whole history on, on his podcast. But like one of the things is just like is not giving up like, friends that I moved out here with that moved away, a girlfriend that I was with. And then she's like, how long are you going to give this? And I go, 
as as long as it takes because oh every because every every year I'm out here oh. I'm making more connections and I'm building and making it stronger. I have so I was ta- I was there's a guy. I'm hesitant to say his name, but I'm going to because he was that funny of a comedian. His name is Doug Signe. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking great comedian. He used to make me laugh hard as fuck. So I was talking to someone today the other day, and he said, "No, no, I'm still friends with Doug. He's dude. How brave of him." that he quit stand-up and now he has like a regular life and has a great family. And I, my brain is such in the, um, I'm so brainwashed into this business that I go, brave, I could never quit. I could never quit. Like I have such a fucking mentality of like, you don't quit the longer you, st- you don't give it a timeline. You just keep working. When it gets hard, that's when you get better. Like I'm so fucking brainwashed in this business that I, I cannot, like you said, I remember my my girlfriend that I was dating was like, all right, listen, you've been in New York for six months. It didn't happen. You should move back to Tampa and or move back to Orlando and sell boats. My dad can get you a job selling boats. And I remember going, like what kind of boats? Uh, Mastercraft. I'm just kidding. Master, by the way, it would have been, oh, a, that's good. It been a great that fucking been a good, life. It would have been a, no, I would have sold you, the fuck out of boats. You would have been miserable. So you would, I would have lived on a lake in Orlando with no, all my friends. All my friends would have lived in there. You, would, you wouldn't have lasted because you I'd just- I'd be in great you, shape right you, now. I'm in great you're shape You're in great right shape. Now. Pairs of shape. Don't I'm tell a- yourself short. Listen, y- 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 there's something in you that's the same that's in me that it, that like is this entrepreneurial spirit. Now, some mm-hmm. people might have it with Spanx or some other product or some people might have it in, in creating, you know, cr- like art and that kind of thing. But like, if you have it, you'll never be content if you're not using it. So if you're in a nine to five, yeah, you're, you're talking about the selling boats, but you immediately went to what you'd be doing outside of that. Oh, yeah, 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 So it's not about it. I would have had so many inventions. You wouldn't have lasted. I wouldn't have lasted, you're you, right. You wouldn't have lasted. So it just, it's just one of those things where I wouldn't have stayed, you know? So. But, but, you know what I think? Hold on, I think this call. I'm, I'm not taking this, but there's a text. But I think what this is funny because this is rele- this is relevant. Is that you know my buddy owns Maui Brewing Company. Yeah. And and I was like, and I was going to do a collaboration beer with with somebody else because two places approached me two weeks ago, and so I was like, I reached out to Garrett and I'm like, Garrett, I got these guys reaching out. I either want your blessing, but or as one of my best friends, like, do you want to do this? And he's like, dude. I've been waiting to ask you for years, but I don't want you, th- you to think that I'm friends because of your status, celebrity status, whatever it is. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. So both of us wanted to do this, but both of us are being too polite to do it. So That's now so it's funny. just like, yeah. So now, so he's sort of, we talked this morning and he's like, yeah, we're done. So I went out to Maui last week and met with him and I brought you beer. You did? Yeah. You I, got a, I got a meeting at three. I can't drink. Well, you can look at it. I can look at it. Yeah. Is that the new backpack? This is the new backpack. Yeah. So how's, uh, dude, it's, it's 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 crushing it it's it's yeah it's doing really well fuck like, yeah we were trying to raise like fifty thousand, and right now we're like at 250 but really? we still have two weeks left so wait sweet so we're releasing this this week so yeah tell me about the backpack so and by the way this is the this is one of the five things i want to talk to you about but tell me about the new backpack. yeah well I was, i'm gonna have a beer so so this i is wish a, i could have a fucking beer right now yeah you can i can't i can't I'm if i show you, you know I, I thought you were gonna say that and i thought maybe be feeling a little under the weather so i brought you this lemon ginger juice no way. Are you serious? It's ice cold. Yeah, I know. I know. And it's been in for like two hours. Wait, tell me about the Okay, back. so so two issues. And remember, we have a camera right there that's wide. So if anyone needs a wide shot. I've been slouching this entire time. Okay. So um, yeah, so a few problems that I've had when traveling. And you have the same one. I'll tell you the one. This is not, this isn't the cooler issue. 
is that when I get to a my hotel, Ooh. usually I gotta let. It's nice, right? It's refreshing. This is really great. It's Schweppes. Nothing beats a Schweppes. No shit. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> and so when I get to the hotel, um, I often have to like just go, or it's getting dark or whatever. And so what happened was one time when I was in um, in uh, got to Rome with my wife on our honeymoon years ago. And I had to, uh, we had like a tour waiting for us in the lobby and I had to go drop the stuff in the room, but I wanted to bring a jacket. It was, it was spring. It was going to get cold and blah, whatever. And so like I had to dump my whole bag on the bed, this make this huge mess, my computer, my headphones, shit I wasn't going to like right, walk right. around Rome with. And I was like, I remember thinking then, like, I wish I just had a bag that popped off. So here, yeah. So, so I wanted to have it like, so if you want to go like exploring or something like that, yeah. you want to just go that you could have a, uh, a bag that basically just like pops off yours and has the stuff you need in it, but then you can just like take off. So this is this is the bag that comes yeah, off the bag. Right, you buy that mic. That comes off the bag. That's this is the bag off. comes off the bag. Yeah, and then this has like the the straps that attach, whatever. And so the other thing was, and and by the way, like it's so crazy. Uh, it took me four years to develop this bag. Really, I started developing it in China, but they just didn't have like. And this is me going to China four times. And they just couldn't get it together. And so, yeah, here. And it weighs a pound. Oh, this is light. Ooh, sunglasses right here? Sunglasses. And then a bunch of pockets. And then in the back, you see like the, um, uh, we'll open the, the bottom zipper on the front. That's the, uh, that's the cooler. So that holds six beers. This right here? Yeah. This? Yeah. For real? Yeah. Shut so that is made up. of the same thing as this. So it keeps them cold. And like, and this one holds eight beers. It's not necessarily made just for beer, but like yeah. that just gets people an idea of the size of it. This and then you see awesome. that you the got a nice hat in here. Oh, you know why? Why? Because I, I, I also brought something. Else. Oh, I brought you a bunch of things. Well, I'll get to that in a second. It'll make, it'll make sense. So, um, so the other thing was my, my wife and I just this past summer when we were shooting um, four sheets. That's what I, I know it's another one. It's a big talk, one. I talk to you about that. Um, we were going on a hike. We we were in 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 France. That the head of the the um, the height of summer. See that foam in the back. Yeah. You know when your back like sweats? Yeah. And so that basically, every time you take a step, it like pushes new air through I see. It's, your back. It's, got, it's ribbed. Yeah. Yeah, it's ribbed. Ribbed for her pleasure. That's great. So, um, yeah, we took a hike and we we did like, I'll do this thing where like I'll get the breakfast buffet, but yeah. I don't, I'm not going to eat lunch. So then I'll take a few things from the buffet uh -huh. for lunch. So I took some brie and ham and like bread. Mm -hmm. It was in, in France. And we went on this hike and, and it was like a hundred. It was like the south of France on the Mediterranean. And it was like, we hiked two hours. We get to where we're going. I didn't have these bags. And uh, and I open it up and it's all melted. And it sounds like, ooh, a melted brie sandwich. But yeah, no, it it's been melting good. for two hours. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't do it. So I didn't need it. So that was when we decided like, no, we have to make this cooler function work. So it's called an envelope cooler, meaning that it's if the right cool, it, it, it seems small, it expands into the bag. And when it's empty, it, 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 it collapses. So oh, you can wow. use all the, the whole room of the bag. So this yeah, so these are on Kickstarter and this is like the number one most popular item on Kickstarter it's right now. It's fucking awesome. What, so wait, so this is your- I'm gonna leave him. I'm gonna leave the beers for you, but- Okay. Bert and, Bert and Zane hanging out, not having a beer. It's kind of weird. I know, but I, I feel like if I go to my pitch reeking of booze, everyone's gonna be like, oh, interesting. So how important is this? Well, this, but it's like- It is just TBS. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, TBS doesn't listen to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to pass. There's oh, no way they're going to fucking yeah. buy this. Or it's one of those things where... So I'm, I'm Mr. Tangent. So I went and met with 
when we were shooting Drinking Made Easy with Steve Mc... Oh, by the way, so this bag's on Kickstarter. Um, that's like 89. This is like 119. But if you buy them together, it's... You can buy them separately? You can. Oh, I would buy the whole thing. It's 159 or 169. Depends how quickly people get there. There's that's a not bad. I mean, this is such a high quality... I mean, you, you see it, but like, this is such a high quality bag. It's pretty amazing. So, so the best bags in the world are made in Vietnam. Really? So I've had now, I've had to go to Vietnam twice. Uh, and so, and, and now making, this is our 30th prototype. So, okay, real quick. And, Cause I, I think the thing I love about having you on my podcast is I believe that me and you have similar brains, but I believe that a lot of people listening to this podcast have very similar brains to ours too. Yeah. And they have ideas. They just don't know the first step to take. So when you came up, like the first thing you made was the adventure hoodie, right? Yeah. And, no, the drinking jacket. Drinking jacket, that's yeah. right. And then yeah. you did the adventure hoodie. Yeah. Both, I think, two of the most successful things ever to be on Kickstarter. Two of the most successful apparel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dr uh, the the drinking jacket made uh like, I don't know, five or six hundred thousand. And then when the the some people were like, Well, I'm not much of a drinker or whatever. And so I I renamed it as the adventure hoodie, made a lot of improvements. Yeah. And then that on Kickstarter made one point eight million. And and then Brookstone stole it. Well, a, a lot of people got a lot of people stole got, got inspiration from. It. Yeah, got inspiration from it. But we did. We just stay ahead of it. Here, I'll show you. So I brought you this. Did you ever get the jacket? I never got the fucking jacket. How did you not? Get I never got the jacket. But you know what? Because because you had the fucking you were the busiest fucking guy in the world. No way. I I would yeah. So so anyway, uh, that's is this mine. Well, it is if it fits. Otherwise, it I was fits, just going. It fits. What is it? An extra large? It's a large. It's a large. It doesn't fit. But you're looking you're looking pretty svelte these days. I feel you, for your character, you need to put on some more weight. This is. Uh, Dude, this is a great fucking jacket. I this is a dude, great fucking jacket. I love that jacket. I this love that jacket. This is the adventure jacket. hoodie? That's the adventure. That's the windbreaker we make now. And so God now- damn it. You, this is a nice fucking jacket. I know. Thank you. Like, see, the thing is, when you think Kickstarter, you think sometimes your brain goes, oh, it's going to be, it's not going to be like, yeah. like as nice as North Face. This is as nice as North Face. Yeah. It's got the little thing for the zipper up here. This is fucking awesome. And it turns into a pillow for travel you see those see those those seams look like tape inside there yeah that's a sealed it's a steam sealed uh seam tough to say where did you have to go what country did you have to go to that was actually china there's the the, the they make amazing jackets i mean I, I i met with 30 different companies to find <laughs> someone to make that and then i sourced that fabric like that fabric is my creation that black camera so, okay start start me at the beginning you have an idea for the let's 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 just let's let's just do the bag okay you have an idea for the bag <laughs> and you go all right i want to make a bag you yeah. I, I'm, I, do you oh yeah do you, this, do you this, tell mel right away this, or do you just kind of chew on it by yourself it's, a it's, bit? it's white noise to her at this point because it's always like oh what's zane's idea this week but um what i did was i reached out to a guy that used to run my store to sell my like drink drinking shirts and you know just stuff i had printed not like my original stuff uh -huh. And he knew a guy that was in Vietnam that was making making bags and stuff like that. So I went over there and met with him. Uh, I started talking to him, and I'm like, "Dude, I'm just coming over there. How do I how do I do it?" Like, so I just figured it out and went over to Vietnam. And so you fly to Vietnam. <clears throat> fly to Vietnam. I wouldn't even know where to get a hotel in Vietnam. I mean, it's, like, I, I'm like, I, I love that. I mean, it's it's funny that it's that it's sort of intimidating, but like, it's 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 pretty simple. I stayed at the I don't know the. Uh, the Intercontinental. 
You know what yeah. I mean? But I did need to get a uh, a visa because they're commies. Mm -hmm. And so like, I just had to do a bunch of things, jump through some hoops. And you do this all yourself? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you, you know, it's $35 or if you pay $100, they have someone walk you through the whole process and then give you a ride to your hotel, like that kind of stuff. I'm like, all right, yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, you know, flights was Expedia. It's it's when you get there, who do you talk to? And so I met with this guy, Mike, and this guy, Mike, was sort of like, um, there's some lady just jumped in the pool. Oh my God, that pool. scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> there's a lady chasing chickens. Um, and so when you get to the, um, uh, uh, it, then, okay, getting there and, and getting set up is one issue. Yeah. Then who do you meet? Yeah. And okay, so I met so with this, so I met with find, this guy, I met this guy, John? Mike, how do you find he, Mike? He, uh, through my, through my other guy, Dave. Uh -huh. And, and I thought, okay, these guys know things, whatever. This guy ends up making this bag off of my specs. Cause I did some drawings and da, da, da. I went there and, and I, so it was ready. So that's why I went to Vietnam to like, look at it and sit through some meetings. And I sat there and I'm talking about the scenes and da, 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 da stuff that I've been educating myself on. Right. Yeah. And he couldn't even keep up. And I was like, what is going on? And then I was like, and I was making the bag and they're like, yeah, we, you know, it's better if we don't do any curved lines. Cause those are difficult to sew. And I had some lady from quote the factory and I'm like, what the, what is, what's going on here? Like you tell me, like I can go into any store here in Vietnam. Like, and, and find bags that have curved lines. Yeah. And so like they, uh, I left there and I go, what was the price of that bag? And I was, this at one point, this was a suitcase. I mean, like a rolly sort of backpack, big, big thing. And they said, oh, we probably can't do it for under 200 bucks. Like 200 bucks, what are you talking about? That That's your cost to me, plus duties and import and all that kind of stuff. What am I selling this bag for like $500? And they're like, yeah. well, Toomey does it. And I go, you know what? Check this out, we're done. I'm not even, and I said, and I didn't even like, I'm like, I'm not even going to go into it. We're just done. Yeah. And so from there, I started going to China. They have a big expo that I had to find out about called the Canton Fair, which is the largest meeting of suppliers. Remember, I, you know, I saw this day. Remember you saying those flip-flop images? I, that's all I'm I thinking have, about right now. Okay. That's all I'm thinking about right now. Really? Yeah. I've been wanting I, to make flip-flops forever. Why do you just ask me? No, because-, what because do I have to, Why do I have to be on your podcast for you to ask me questions? No, because, because I, first of all, I know how busy you are. And I go, I go, I'm already doing so many other things, I, but I want, I, keep going yeah, with yeah, that, yeah. your thing. So, so then I went to the, the Canton Fair. Uh, and so he, picture this. It's the size of a football field filled with like vendors. T tell me when you have that in your mind. Football field okay, filled with like booths it. about the size of your, your office here. Outside, inside? Inside uh -huh. and, and contained. Okay. So you got that in your mind. In Vietnam. No, and this is in China. This in is in China. Canton, Guangzhou. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, in Southern China just north of Hong Kong. And, and so you have that in your mind. I got it. Okay. 40 buildings that size. So that's how big it is. So you can't even wander it in, in a day. Yeah. So you need it multiple days. So I wandered it by myself. I wandered it and then, um, uh, just try to figure it out, talk to people, got a translator, find out that she didn't speak even as good of English as the people I was talking to and like all these like silly mistakes and then find these, a few companies and like, look, I want to make it great. We'll make it for you. And it's not this bullshit where, oh, you give us, because when the guy in Vietnam, I had to give him $3,000 to make a sample. And then when I had him had changes, he wanted $2,000. I'm like, what the, what is going on here? Yeah. So I went out to, to the Canton Fair. If you're there, you're serious. I, I'm here, I'm in China. I don't need to show you how serious I am, you know? And so like, they're like, yeah, we'll make you a sample. I brought something. I brought one of my old hoodies and said, can we do this and this, this whatever. And, and I brought a few. I left them with a few different companies. They each made me samples. And then I went back and met with them and like went over it. And at this point, I checked out their factories. So so you go out, you bring your thing, you 
show them, and then you go home. They yeah. make some samples. Yeah. You come back out. Yeah. Look at the samples. Yeah. Meet with them. Yeah. Pick which one you like the best. Yeah. Went to their factories, and I I, got, I put them all in Fuzhou, which is uh, an hour and a half flight north of Guangzhou. Now we're in the central China. Yeah. Um, I'm still on the coast, but right in the middle. And so I, I just wanted, there's so many manufacturers. I'm like, let me just put the top three. Let me get them from one city so I can fly in and meet with them. And then also tacked on a flight to Vietnam at that point. So, so anyway, I went over there and met with them and, you know, and that was all going on. And then, and then went over to Vietnam and just started like, you know, pretty much online reaching out to people and like manufacturers of your favorite backpacks don't want to tell you who make theirs, but like you just got to dig in and find it and research. And I found five companies in Vietnam that make amazing bags that make them for like you know, North Face and Dooley and like just all like the top yeah, yeah. sort of brands, uh, Osprey, whatever. And so then I met with them and it's, it's, it's just a process, but the toughest step, it's cliche, but like the hardest step to take is the first step. Yeah. Like, and it, it, it seems to me, if you want to do this, this uh, flip-flop thing, you're probably hung up on the first step. The first step is, is um, I know the, I know the flip-flop I love. Okay. My favorite flip-flop I've ever worn in my entire life. Are you wearing them? Oh, uh, you're, you're, you're barefoot. No, barefoot. Oh, you're barefoot. Right they're right there. Oh, One yeah, of them yeah. Is. Got it's, it. It's, um, it's free water. Free water okay. flip-flops are the best flip-flops they've ever had. The, this one in particular is better than any of the other ones they have. Okay. And it's, it's a mix of the leather, the, um, the, the sole, yeah. and the, the form. It's just, it's, and it's very light. Yeah. It's a great, it's the best flip-flop I've ever owned in my life. And I'm, and I just wore those. What? I know. That's what big, I'm a big JC fan. <laughs> yeah, me and too. And so, but like, and so I wanted I wanted to make a flip-flop, but, and there's certain things I hate about flip-flops. I hate when flip-flops are, I, can't, I don't like when they're, but I, I'm also, I have tactile issues. But it's the butt, it's the butt, right? It's the, I love these, these flip-flops, but, and now you have your own ideas about things you would do, right? Right. I, I would, actually, I would just, Call I would just buy these flip-flops again. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, I don't what know. What happened? We were, on a, we were on a good path, and I, I just went out like, and a pair of flip-flops. Like, I, I, there's a lot of things I want to get in. You know what? I think my problem is, I want to learn how to make it. Like in my head, I, you know, I, I made fanny packs. Did I, ever, did I tell you about my fanny packs? You showed them to me. Yeah. Like with prison leather. Or or yeah, like with yeah. prison leather. <laughs> it's so bad. Like I get into the. What happened into, to them? I fucking nothing. I get into the process of wanting to make something. I like making things, but I like making it with my hands. So like, I want to make flip flops. Like. It, that, oh, I see what's going on. You want to make flip flops. You want to have a little leather shop here in the back. Yeah. Where, where I make flip flops. Yeah. Yeah. Not even people. You. Me and then I have like a few. Elves. My mom made me this knit cap. My it, mom made me a knit cap, and it was amazing. I'm like, mom, this is. I get compliments on this cap. Yeah. How long did it take you to make this? And she's like, oh, I'm watching TV, maybe five hours. I'm like, okay, five hours. Let's give, give you twenty dollars an hour because you hundred plus the upsell. It's like two hundred dollars for a cap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, you know, itself is literally made by mom Zane's mom. Yeah, and my dad one Impossible. time. My dad one time. I I said uh, I said something about. This idea I had about, I don't know, I'm fucking starting a company and my dad goes, hey, buddy, you're not good at a lot of things. And I said, really? He goes, I've known you your whole life and I've, I've watched you be mediocre at a lot of things. You're good at one thing. I just stick with that. Just do that and make all your money out of that. And I go, wait, what's that thing? And he goes, just stand up. Just stand up. <laughs> yeah. By the way, so throw this out here. I love how your humility kicks in when I'm here. And it's and it's like things are somehow not going 
fucking amazing for you because they are and and that and, and that's amazing so you know for me in that career i could say like what the what am i doing wrong Mm-mm. you swallow it you um it's already swallowed okay you um you you just are like I, i'll tell you the fir- the thing that blew me away the most about you is and i i think about this maybe every time i think about you okay and this is what I want. And I, Halston knows this is what I'm going for. Is the first time I did your podcast and I met Jordan Harbinger on oh, your podcast. Right, right, I just right. had him on my podcast. Uh-huh. Maybe the hardest I've ever laughed in my entire podcast and <laughs> career was with him. Um, but you had that whole office and you had the whole setup and you could get things done. Like you'd be like, hey, let's shoot this promo for this. And you just shoot it. That That interaction, I rode my bike there and hanging out there inspired me more in the direction i'm in today than any you and probably rogan are the two people that have inspired me more in directions where i go oh that's where i'm going that's where the all the ships it's like in a in a um in a triathlon not to not that i'm a big triathlon but in triathlon every now and then you look up out of the water to see where you're going to make sure you're going the right way Mm -hmm. and you and rogan are the two people where i went even corolla to an extent although corolla was such a big scope of it he's like the angry version he was but he was like he was like he had like tubes and like i mean he, it was joe joe you don't, have just, to, you don't have to have lamborghinis in your office to get things done yeah yeah you and joe <laughs> just had these two simple offices with just simple camera setups and i was like that's where this goes i literally talked to joe for an hour the other night about my life and where where this business is going where i'm taking my business i i think about that and then you moved to the new offices on Ventura. Yeah. And I loved those offices. And I kept going, Yeah, but but I but, can't even get offices. Yeah, but here's the catch. Now I'm working out of my house. But you're making more money than you ever I'm made. Like, yeah, but, but like if Bert can work out of his house, that's genius. I should be working out of my house. Why am I why am I spending rent plus utilities, phone, all that bullshit? parking spaces even a car you saw me pull up in an uber today yeah, well, i brought up here but like but like that's the that is the magic of now so even making like like four sheets i did it out of my house i mean i have an office in my house yeah. but but like i'll tell you i had people working for me in uh austin uh-huh. chicago seattle indiana uh new orleans and then two people here in Los Angeles. So let's, and it did not matter where we were. So wait, then, okay, let's start then. I want to hear about Four Sheets. So just to catch everyone up, I first I, I first discovered you in 2004 or five when you did Three Sheets mm-hmm. for Mark Cuban's network, was it? So Three Sheets was 06 for, no, was it for, really? for Mojo HD. For Mojo. Yeah. Dude, let me tell you something. I, I always look at everything. I, I'm so obsessed with this, how I built this, that, yeah. I, that I hope that people listening, if you're trying to get into this business or any business you're in, anything you're doing, always look at it from a consumer first. And I, the first realization, I thought, fucking genius. I would have worked for free for Mojo because all of us got HD TVs in 2006 and all of us wanted to see what, HD looked like, That's and it. there were only two channels. That's it. it was Mojo and and then HD one that Net. showed like a picture of nature, of nature, yeah. of just <laughs> and, yeah. And, and you show, were by the way, and you kept it on because it was amazing. Your show was one of the ones, and everyone watched it because we all. I remember being at Kevin James's house, 
And all he had was that one. And it was your show on repeat. He was take a look at this picture and we're watching you snowboard. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it. It was fucking genius. Yeah. Those little outliers are so important in business, but you did three sheets. That show went on for a few years, uh, got canceled. And then you did a very successful comedy tour through all the house of blues with Steve Renna. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then went on to create drinking made easy through Mark Cuban. Correct. Right, yeah. Mark Cuban was a fan of obviously Mark Cuban definitely had a fucking HD TV. Yeah. Definitely wanted to see what it looked like. Yeah. Definitely watched the three sheets. Yeah. It's such a fucking no brainer. When you find out there's a lot of people when you find out that they're, they're fans or, or, or watch your show and you're just like, Oh, that's amazing. Like one time that went into this place and this guy, I went to shoot in Denmark and this, and, and we left a bottle of like Akavit, like a really nice bottle there in the background and uh, like left it there or whatever. And if you come in here and mention my name, you can drink it. And so when Meatloaf was on tour, him and his people, he wanted to go to this place because he watched Three Sheets. Yeah. So he brought all of his tour people in and they finished the bottle. I was like, that's so amazing. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. It's, pretty, it's pretty amazing. So you're doing a pub crawl. Um, this is me remembering, half yeah. remembering. You're doing a pub crawl with your fans in yeah. New York. Uh-huh. Save Three Sheets because it's simple. The network went off the air and it was like, why is no one buying uh, three sheets? It's because they were packaging it with four other shows. So it was five shows. It was, so, the, it was the gambler show. Uh-huh. I was like, I bet you how to get abroad. Like well, this guy traveled and dated abroad. Anyway, and a bunch of these other things. And so uh, we did a pub, we did a pub crawl, save three sheets. We did it in LA and 600 people showed up. We, showed, we did it in New York and a thousand people showed up. We're at the last place on this crawl and I'm upstairs on the fourth floor of this Irish pub that we are, we've filled. Yeah. My buddy, Jim, comes up. He's like, Mark Cuban's downstairs. He wants to meet you. He's from Long Island. Mark Cuban's downstairs. He wants to meet you. Is that Long Island? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so Sounds like Glasgow a little bit. <laughs> yes. Mark Cuban's downstairs. He wants to meet you. He wants to meet you. <laughs> Come on. Uh, yeah. And so, so I'm like, I will show you that Mark Cuban's not downstairs. That's what we're. That's what this downstairs trip is about. Yeah. Not to go meet with Mark Cuban, just so you know. And so went down there, and and sure enough, there's Mark Cuban, larger than life, and and he's like, Zane, I want the show. I'm like, Hey, Mark, and he hands me a beer, you know, and he's just like, I'm like, Well, it's not mine to sell, but I'm gonna help you, and da da da. So he found out at that point that it was four other shows with it. It went. The show went to Fine Living, then to Spike, and then when my contract expired, I called Mark because I knew he was a fan and said, Let's make a domestic version of it called Drinking Made Easy. We did it. And then and then I get the call from him. And that's the cool thing about Mark. The call comes from Mark. And at least to me, it did. And he's like, hey, just to let you know, we're not doing HDNet anymore, which is like a guy's network. We're doing Access because I partnered with Ryan Seacrest. We're doing a live music channel. And so there's no home for it anymore. And so that's when I think I launched Chug, which was the Kickstarter. Kickstarter, my, which yeah. is you traveling... Well, started by train, right? But then Chug, traveling by train. I mean, that's what it was. Yeah, that was the double entendre. But then, so then kickstarted, then it got sold to Nat Geo, then it went to Netflix. And then now, to bring it a full circle, I get reached out to by these other guys who are were huge fans of Three Sheets, and now they're starting a network called Drink TV. Yeah. And so they ordered six episodes of, of Four Sheets. And because I, I, you know, Three Sheets, we couldn't get the rights. So like, yeah. all right, four? You know, no, it works to work. No me. confusion. It's yeah. fine. Uh, and we went out and shot that. And I'm telling you, that's the best. Have you seen it? Mm -mm. It's the best TV I've ever shot. I really? Wish, I think I, I, I went to drink TV, but I could like, cause you reached me, hooked me up with those guys. Yeah. In like an email or something. Yeah. But they, um, oh, here it is. So, so, um, 
I'm just going to show you. What's Drink, Drink TV is a, so, is a website? So Drink TV is available on Roku, Apple TV, you know, all like the regular platforms that yeah. people might have. Sling, is that, is that a platform? Uh, and then also online. And it's been like $2.99 a month. Yeah. But uh, on June 6th, on 6-6, uh, it will become free. So it'll just be ad supported. Oh, nice. And so it's no longer like put your credit card, all that kind of stuff. You just watch it. Yeah. And, and so Four Sheets is there. And the network is going amazing. They ordered a second season of Four Sheets. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, I just want to show you. I don't know if this will train. I can't do this here, but uh, I'll, I'll show you. So in the first episode, I go to Peru. Have you been? No. So Machu Picchu. You went to Machu Picchu? So, you know, I produce a show. I executive produce a show. My wife produces it. Yeah. Uh, and then Josh, who you've met, is the other producer. Yeah. And so I told them, guys, I want to go to Machu Picchu. I'm not going to pigeonhole us into it, but please find us a reason. Find drinks to support going there. Yeah. I also want to go to Santorini. And then Switzerland, the rest are on you guys. Figure it out. Yeah. And so, like, you know, then then we talked about Santorini's and uh, Greece. Greece. Uh, I've never been to Santorini, dude. It's amazing. I'll, I'll watch it. Have, have you been to season. Bali? I have not been to Bali. You win, Bert. I'm going. No, but I'm going. In when a are you couple going? Weeks. Um, the girls. The uh, uh, let's see if I can find. I'm just going to find the four sheets Santorini. Just the. The video for you to see. Anyway, I'll, I'll I'll send it to you. You can share it or whatever it is. But like in 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 Cusco, they did this thing. I can kind of still see the scars. You see these little white dots? Yeah. Right here? Yeah. So that <gasps> is was that the, the poison? The frog poison. Shut the fuck up! Yeah. You did the frog poison. Dude, it was amazing. It was amazing as an experience. It was miserable as a thing. I mean, it, it was great television. It was a horrible experience. Wait, wait, hold on. Uh, I know a girl. I know a young, uh, oh, not young lady. But a when woman. you get to a point of men of our age, you don't know if you should call them ladies if they're younger than you, but you I feel weird calling them a girl when she's like forty. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So t she did the frog poison. What? And she had the scars still on her arm. Her and her boyfriend did it. What yeah. is the frog poison? It's 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 a toxin from this monkey frog, which is like just like a cute little green tree frog, but it's this big. It's like the size of a. I don't know, softball, what is this, a sandwich? And um, when it gets stressed out, it secretes poison from its back. So it gets stressed out if someone, something's trying to eat it, right? Like a fucking bird or whatever it yeah. is. And so it secretes this poison, which tastes bad and also poisons the bird. The bird learns whatever. And so what they've done is they, they take basically like this long stick and they burn the end and they can blow through it. It's like got holes, in, like bamboo or whatever. And it's got like holes in the middle and like a cigarette, and they just basically burn like these six holes and they take the poison and they put it in a little ball on there. And what happens is, is your body thinks that you ate the frog. So now your body wants nothing other than to get this poison out of your stomach, which thinks that it is, because why would it be in your blood? Yeah. And so you are just throwing up and throwing up, throwing up, throwing up until just bile comes up and then it's like, you're done. And they believe that it's like this cleansing of your body and it's like this, you know, um, this holistic experience which can cure you of basically anything. But when in, in fact, all you're doing is vomiting what's inside you already in your stomach. You're not like, I mean, once you get to the bile, you're done. You know, you're, we've all- How, long, how long do you throw up for? Dude, the whole thing was 15 minutes. From when they put the dots to when I was throwing up, half an hour later, I'm, I'm basically fine. And then, but wait, what? But but it wasn't like you know when you throw up when you're when you 
like wake up with a hangover and you're like, ooh, I feel up my throat. You go throw up and then you feel better. Yeah. This is like an overall body sensation of something's dreadfully wrong. You shouldn't have done this. I don't care who you, I don't care how tough you think you are. When you get that feeling, you think I shouldn't have done this. Like that's the feeling that comes over you because you probably shouldn't have. And then you start to like throw up. Um, but for me, I couldn't throw up an issue. I just couldn't do it. She's like, put your that's finger me. in your throat. And I was like, so I was working at it, you know, and, and then, and then it was like all over. And, um, it was amazing TV as far as an experience. Like, would I go do it again or recommend it to anybody? If you want like a, like, if you want like a, like a great story or something like that, I don't so, think I get wait, anything healthy from does it. Does it, does it, there's no hallucinogen no, no, no. effect? So this would be, so that would be like ayahuasca yeah. or peyote. And this is the co combo, K-O-M-B-O. And this is just to purge you of that. There's none, there's none of that kind of stuff. I was a little wary to do that on TV because I just didn't know. Ayahuasca? I just didn't know how weird I was gonna become. I didn't know how long it was gonna last. I don't, I didn't have time to like take a whole day to like. And, and do it's this. and it's, I think it really loses its effect when you do it on TV. I think it probably would because you want you want this sort of experience, right? You want the thing you want. Yeah, you if I mean TV, I can always disappear into the camera. Yeah, and I and not experience the thing yes. very quickly. Yeah. if I get scared. I just go right to the camera and I, I relax. There was one time where I was like feeling like shit. And then Gio, the camera guy is like, hey, Zane, just so you know, your face is like swollen up twice the size. I'm like, will we? Will we? <laughs> I'm like, will we? But then give him COVID with the so wait, camera. Did you do it by yourself? Did Mel do it? Yeah, no one else wanted to do it. Well, the sound guy wanted to do it, but, and you know, this is. You can't have a sound guy. No, throw it up. time all you Yeah, exactly. Hold on, Leanne's calling real quick. Hold on. <laughs> What's up, babe? I'm in the man cave with Zane. We're doing a podcast. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm Hi. Sorry. Okay. I'll, I'll call you when I'm... Bring me a chicken. Okay, bye. Um, <coughs> the, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I didn't... I don't know if I need that. Uh, the, the, the frog poison? No, 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 no. I, I don't think anyone needs... It. I mean, she, the woman that did this, this ceremony with us is sure that she cured someone of cancer that came down and did it like twice a day and drank water. But, I mean, look, I'm... I'm all I know is from my experience, it didn't seem like that was likely. That's my, that's my opinion. You just put a Chipotle burrito in your trunk for a week. She made, that's so true. But that's the whole thing. Like, that's like you eat it and blah, and you're kind of like done. Or even more. But this did you is shit like. shit at all? I did. That was the first thing I did. Oh, I would just get naked and in a, and just get into like a hot tub and just yeah. puke and shit. But you, would, but you wouldn't need the combo. You wouldn't need the frog for that. I don't really need that. I, I had. <laughs> Where are you going? I'm, I'm obsessed with El Yucateca hot sauce. And, oh, okay. And I, for some reason, I only enjoy the one that burns to the point where I'm like, <sighs> I have to run around. I, and yeah, and so I, but then immediately my stomach, I'm shitting everything out of myself. Oh yeah, that's nice. And there's a weird feeling that I go, I feel good now. Yeah, that's a nice sort of cathartic. So wait, so wait, what did you, did you drink in Peru? I drank in Peru because the one thing it was the chicha, which and you've heard, everyone's heard these before, like sometimes like sake and others, like they'll the old ladies will chew. Yeah, and, and then spit it, it, and then it starts the fermentation. But they couldn't find anybody, even in these like tiny little villages that did that and shit anymore. I've been growing marijuana. You saw my plants, maybe when you walked in. Smell nice. Um, but I, but I'll tell you what, I'd like to grow is Your cocaine. License. Like I would like. To, Have you seen the process of making cocaine? I don't want to make cocaine. I just want the leaves to chew before I go to a meeting. Coca. Yeah, coca plants. Like you when just, you get to, okay, so when you get down there, man, I wish you would have watched this episode. But I'm gonna send it to you, and you'll see it. 
I love I lo- I love three sheets and I love four Th- sheets. This one is there were things amazing. I loved about it though. I really I really stole a lot of how I produce television based on what I felt how I felt you were producing television. There were so many times where I was like, I didn't realize the extent of television. So just so everyone knows, like a lot of times when you watch like, say Bar Rescue, and they run in and they, and you see the people waiting at the bar and you see the background camera and they're like, where's our bartender? And you can hear them. Yeah. Those people had to meet someone outside who walked up and said, hey, my name's John Sales. And, and who was miked. Yeah. No, they, they had to meet someone outside and go, yeah. and, and then go, hey, my name's John Sales. I'm a sound guy. I'm going to put a mic on you. Yeah. Uh, can I, is it okay if I reach up your shirt? They had to have a mic on them. I yeah. didn't realize any of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah. I watched Three Sheets, there were times where I remember, I remember you were in a plane one time and you were just, I think you were scared and you were drinking yeah. and you were talking to the sound guy. You were talking to the camera guy and it seemed so natural. And I went, that's what I want. And then when I got into television, they're like, yeah, we can't do that. No one can do that. And I was like, wait, but Zane did it. And they were like, no, 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 no. They, that, that, that's that rule, that golden rule about bringing the crew in. Yeah. You never want to do it. And I was like, I don't want to bring them in as a, as a, as a crutch, but like sometimes it helps to know you're not standing like, uh, like Bear Grylls. You're not standing like in the middle of the forest by yourself. It's dude. There's so, so much about television that I, I fucking have such a distaste for these days that I and I and I love making tell. I love making television. I love doing Travel Channel. I just texted with the the new GM of Travel Channel, new GM of Travel Channel. Everyone's fucking gone. Can you believe that? It's amazing. I'm. I mean, I texted with the new GM uh, the other night, and he was like, "Can you believe that there was a time that they brought us in?" And they were going to fire both of us. And he ended up getting, having to quit. And I was like, I'm dead when, uh, when Laureen Ong was the oh, president my Lord. Oh, my Lord. and and I was getting fired. He quit. Charlie, then everyone fucking left. And we're like, wow, we have no career. I mean, I was like, what are yeah. we going to do with our lives? Well, now if we're ghosts, we'll have a good career there. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I think they're entirely, which is fine, man. They're, it's like, it's all paranormal. And it's like, if that's what people watch, then fucking program I, what people watch. Look at I don't know. They're not, clearly they know something. They I don't know, know, dude. Zach Zach Beggins, uh, Andrew Goodwin, or Aaron Goodwin. Those guys are killing it, and they're making television the way they want to make it. And yeah. they're not getting notes from anyone. They are fucking editing it and putting it up themselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's fucking badass. I want to do that. I want to do that for me. I need you to produce my life. Yeah, let's. let's I need because like I'm going to Australia. I'm going to Australia, and I have. Uh, seven days off i had planned it for my family to come where are you going where, where, where is your days off uh melbourne melbourne um are you in sydney? perth and sydney yeah and so i was like i was like great i'll bring a camera guy down and we'll shoot some stuff do you have, I, I have some amazing friends down there by the way if you need i have the only friend i have down there is um is uh adam greentree and he he's a hunter and he was like hey let <laughs> He's like, let me know and we'll go hunting. What does he hunt? Kangaroos? Everything. He hunts <laughs> He hunts dogs. It's one of the fucking ones because th- they have feral dogs over and there. And cats. And, and he hunts those. I want. I was talking to Joe and Joe's like, I think you could probably, he was, I think it's irresponsible for you to be hunting with a bow any further than like 10 feet. Yeah, you, you would just injure things. <laughs> remember, remember that injuring mission? Yeah, you just fucking, and then he's like, oh, you got it, but in the hindquarters, we're going to yeah, have to go chase you got it, in it the down. Tail, which I don't even know what we're going to supposed to do about and that. And so I, I talked, I texted with Adam and he was like, make sure to have some time. We're going to go camping and hunting. I want to do that. But of course, in my head, and maybe this talks back to this ayahuasca experience, I want to shoot it because I believe that I, I believe that 
I just part of me goes like Ari goes, we should ride motorcycles through Vietnam. I go, I'm going to shoot it. And he was like, no, then you lose the fun of it. And I go, yeah, but I can't not work. So, so here, so here's the deal with that. So I was doing the show Zane's world. Remember with Pilgrim, I was doing like an online, like a YouTube. Yeah. 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 I loved it. And so they, that was with Pilgrim. You no know, Pilgrim. Yeah. Really? I would go off and shoot it and then they would do all the posts and then do it, whatever. And that thing, that, that I spent maybe like 60 grand on that thing. And I didn't make a dime. Because the they said we have all these con these all these contacts with advertisers and da da da. You make the content, we'll get the advertisers. A calendar year and not a dime. And but that was what, that was that was shot and produced beautifully. Thank you. That was gorgeous. I remember little, all I remember okay. is you and Mel going up to uh, Yosemite, Yosemite yeah, yeah. and I and I was like, fuck. And and it Mel and, want to travel. And Mel would be like, can we just enjoy ourselves? I'm like, you know, we can. And I understand, like she, her thing is like, hey, if we're shooting, we're shooting, and if we're if we're you know having enjoying ourselves, that's the other thing that can't be a mix. But now, but I fought it. But now, <laughs> yeah, you you can go online and watch like our trips, and it's like yeah. and it's fun, and you don't yeah. remember the pain in the ass part. You just think about how beautiful it looks and how much fun we're having. Dude, it was. I mean, and my brain goes like, I, I need. If I'm going to be in Australia for seven days, I mean, the up days off. Yeah. I should use. I just. I'm. A, I'm. I think I'm a. A little bit of an addict across the board. Right. When it comes to food, booze, work, family, vacationing. Like I'm a vacation addict. Like yeah. I'm gonna be shooting shit in Bali. Yeah. Like I, there's no way I'm not gonna cover content. I know how to do it. I have the fucking equipment. But it's like it's the editable content, right? It's like putting up a little 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 video of yourself and whatever. That's one thing. But doing something that's got some cuts in it. Like that's this that's a little Dude, bit different. Can I tell you what I this is how fucking horrible I am. If I shoot anything, I mean, this is by the way, not secret time, but like if you're when it, <laughs> when I shoot anything, I always do these hard cut hard swipes so that I can edit, do it have an edit point to come back in oh, and, and promote a fucking tour date. Yeah. If anything, if I'm putting it together a chair with my daughter and I'm like filming us doing it you know yeah. just like you a don't dad. roll you edit in the camera i i literally yeah. swipe down and then so that if i at some point i want to swipe up and go hey guys body shots world tour dates are added added yeah. for the fall like i can't help but not think of any everything as content and yeah. i wish i could shut my brain off like that but you know certain people do that with different things and it's i think it's healthy that it, for me it's work but uh but yeah i i, I i'm dying imagine life you didn't have to do that how peaceful it would be but you'd get bored. But you would. But but it would be nice. You know, I, I mean, there's people like when Julia Roberts is like, I'm on, I'm on Instagram. Why? You're where I need to get to. I, if I was at your point, I wouldn't be on it. I, I say that with Will Smith when he's like, now he's all over YouTube. Yeah. And I think it's cool. I think it's cool that he's living his life like that. But in my head, I'm like, I'm like, you're the biggest star in the world. Right. Like, I, I would want... I want to, I'm following you. Like you're like, you're the path I'm following, yeah. but you're going back to Instagram. Yeah. Dream bigger. Like I want, <laughs> yeah. I, I want, I need a bit, I need a further path. Yeah. Um. But he's doing great. He's doing great on Instagram and he's living his life. He's having fun. It seems like he's having a fun yeah, life. And, he, and, and his content's great. And his and, content's and, and, awesome. And the rocks content is great. Rock you know? is fucking, I mean, next, I, I'm a, yeah, I know. I know. I, but yeah, I, 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 I sometimes my wife will be like, we should get a cabin in big bear mm -hmm. and i was like yeah that's great 
And then one time we went, we went and got a cabin with the girls and I got up there and there was no TV and our cell phones right exception. And my wife's like, isn't this amazing? And I just went, so do you want to write a script or something? And she was like, what? I was like, what are we going to do? What are we just going <laughs> to stare at the fucking yeah. woods? I was like, let's write a script. And yeah. she was like, I'm not going to write a script. I go, we should come up with TV ideas. Like, we got to come up with some ideas. Yeah. I'll just write material. Oh, this is what, I mean, I can't, my brain does not slow down like that. It's so funny. So I, I was, when I was in Maui, we had planned this trip a long time I ago. love Hawaii more than any place and, in the world. And we, you know, we used our miles and all this kind of stuff. And we just went there and I was like, yeah, it's in the middle of the Kickstarter campaign, but I'll, you know, get whatever done. I always wake up at like, you know, it's different time-wise, but I would wake up first day, 4.30. Oh, yeah. Working on my computer until Mel got up. So I got like eight, four hours, whatever, of like work done. And that's how, I'm, and I tell her, I'm like, I need to dump stuff out of my brain. I cannot go on a walk, beach walk with you until I dump this stuff out because I will be working. You, not physically, but in my brain. Oh. My, I will, I'll be half there. And that's, and that, and so now my trick is I email myself. I email myself. 30 times a day if because texting comes and goes but email sits there until i delete it from my you know until it's done oh that's so funny i uh i text myself and then i just have a list of texts of like okay. oh fuck i missed that i forgot about that yeah that's right um the, the, same thing if you remember to go back my thing is like i tell everybody so people that work for me they'll send me a text hey can you do this i'm like email me and i, I hate to be like an old curmudgeon like that but like like sorry this is what you need to do because this is my 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 work process it's so interesting because I my, I can't shut my brain off and my brain keeps going. Did we start recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, okay. And so, but the second I either smoke marijuana or drink, my day is over. It's so funny that you say that. I am 100% that, that way. I'll, if I'm if I'm gonna like go smoke a joint, whatever, I literally have to like go check my phone, my computer, everything yeah. done because I am so useless i'm convinced that and this is the sort of like the high brain but like i'm convinced that although now i'm thinking about it not high that it literally takes my you know when you have like compartmentalized like hard drives you have like two hard drives sometimes yeah. that are working together i literally take my iq and it cuts it in half oh yeah I, I, I stop i don't petty myself with anything i'm just like i'm like all right we're and then i'm, I'm allowed to really free think have you ever ha, have you ever written like jokes and stuff hi yeah they're, they're, they're i think that I, i've done that and i think they're gonna be so good and uh, the next morning i'm like there's literally nothing here because but it's, it's good to know when you like write that stuff down that you're just like oh that's useless it's uh yeah and they're always I, if i go on stage high it's i'm pointless i'm useless i had a guy that opened for me this guy mark ryan oh, maybe i shouldn't say I know his mark name. ryan Anyway, so he would go, he would have to go on stage high. He'd have to. There's a lot of people that And I was to. like, if if I did, it would have the opposite effect. I'd be like, what are you guys all looking at? But oh, I Oh no. I, I I my problem is I think in paragraph form, really funny paragraphs. Okay. But I can't get them out because there's too many words. Got it. And so I go, God damn it. I wish I could just tell you what I'm thinking yeah, right now. Because by the time you get to the end of the paragraph, you're starting in the new one in your in your yeah. brain. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and then and and I also don't like I don't like drinking on stage like going up drunk yeah and i've done it recently more than ever i did it um i think in ireland i did it in ireland i did it a couple times in europe and i did it because we were flying or whatever for whatever reason and then um and then i did it at the improv the other night with joe and, and andrew santino and i don't like it but it is interesting because you fuck things up you know and care. those fuck ups allow you to write in the moment yeah and so like i, I did one line and i was like and I fucked it up and Joe pulled me aside. He's like, no, 
that line worked that time. And he's like, you, the second time you did it, it didn't work. And I was like, oh, I'd quit drinking. I'd stopped because I'd fucked up. Right. And he goes, no, the first it's time helped, was much funnier. workshop. Yeah. You know, like at ad agencies in New York, they have bars because they know that it helps people access a different sort of like part of their brain, like to relax and not have to worry about all these filters. Um, when I was in New Orleans, uh-huh. we were shooting Drinking Made Easy and we went to like John Lafitte's and um, Pat O'Brien's for the Hurricane and Tropical Isle for the Hand Grenade. I don't remember this. And Old Absinthe House for Absinthe. Yeah. And I was about to like, chug a pint with ice of absinthe uh-huh. and steve my like ding dong friend was like stop me i had to go to the bus and do an interview and then go on stage at tipitina's you, you know tipitina's uh-uh. it's like an amazing venue well, an old school venue in, in, in new orleans yeah and and it was like of the all the venues i did it was like the one it was like the one i was that and then the the fillmore the biltmore was in, in san francisco fillmore fillmore and um and so those i was like those are you know, like legends have played here. Yeah. And so I get to the bus and I'm pretty hammered. And I was like, uh, I can do the interview. I'm fine. In my brain, I sound just like, sorry, I found, yeah. sound just like I sound now. And so, and then my wife and a bunch of other producers like, no, no, we're going to cancel. You're good. I'm like, guys, I'm fine. No, you're not. You think you are, but you're not. Just trust us. I'm like, and me drunk. That's how I'm like, that's okay. I'm like, yeah. I don't like fight or get aggressive, whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. If you guys say so. And then I went on stage and told and I opened up talking about my day and the things I had done. And then like, I was like, so I'm just going to take like a one minute rest. It's totally fine. Like just go about your business, have a drink. So I laid down and I, and I laid down there and I was like, just take a breath. I'm like, I'm going to go for like two minutes because everyone's going to start getting nervous. This is like an Andy Kaufman thing. Like you're just going to like do something that's just weird. Yeah. And it's just for yourself, you know, yeah. like my, my crew will think I'm like, it will think I'm really passed out. It'll be funny or whatever. And so like three minutes later, I get up. And I was just super loose and I did the best show of the entire tour. Yeah. And, and I was like, maybe I just need to be like this, whatever. So I've been telling that story for years. So my wife like pulled me aside like last year and she goes, I know you're having fun with that story. It's a good story. But just so you know, that's the worst show you, you ever did of the entire tour. I know that you think in your brain, it was like all really? firing on all cylinders and the crowd was loving it. They were hammered. You were hammered. <laughs> we couldn't understand you. It was horrible. But I was like, that's amazing. What happened? What's Steve McKenna? McKenna? Steve McKenna? Steve's a construction worker in Philly. That guy's had 19 <laughs> different lives. I know. Holy shit. And addresses. Yeah. What, you Last time <clears throat> I did a, when I was doing trip flip, the two people I took from Richmond were like, hey, we know Steve McKenna. Oh my God. In my head, I was like, wait, I know that name. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, he knows he's friends with Zane. Yeah. And I went, how the fuck? Wait, what's yeah. he doing? He's like, he's a bartender. Yeah. Then he was back here doing a show, <laughs> so, doing a TV show. Then he's a construction worker. Yeah. Well, see, Steve is like, the, he's, he's, he's definitively riding my coattails. And there, and there, and there's no, like, I, I, you, he, he wouldn't, you know, like argue with that at all. If I do a show and I can, it can benefit me, I'll bring Steve on it. But the catch is, is that when I brought him on for drinking made easy, he's a funny guy and he's especially funny when he drinks, whatever. And he, whatever, he's hilarious. But when I did that and drinking made easy, it meant that if he was going to be the funny, crazy drunk guy, that just meant that I needed to be the straight guy to keep him con- contained yeah. and also just to keep the program flowing. With three sheets, I was able to do both things. I could, yeah. I could, I could let go because I knew the the production company, like the, the staff, they had it under control, and I knew that I could have fun, but I also just knew how to keep the interview going and that kind of thing. So with drinking made easy, it turned Steve into like the comedy guy, and it kind of made me more like the straight guy, which. 
I didn't. I don't. I'm not like. I don't necessarily want to be. Drinking made easy was you, Steve, and that other. He was the other guy for a season, but like he he yeah, yeah, he, he didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's interesting. I, all I remember is you, you met Tito, right? Yeah, like sure. Bert, Bert, Bertito. Bert Beverage, yeah. Yeah. You know his last name is Beverage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he, uh, uh, that's, that's what Are you I, best friends with him yet? No. Is no. he sponsoring your, your podcast? No. I, I don't think, I don't think I'm on their radar at all. I mean, I'm on their radar. I when, talked to him about you when I saw him. I just saw him at uh, in Florida. No. I don't I mean, I don't think. I, I, I'll, I, I'll connect you. If you want, yeah, I think it's useless. I don't. I mean, I. I What's he gonna do? Give you free I, vodka? Yeah, I mean, your biggest account. What's he gonna do? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the reps. Whenever I'm in their towns, yeah. the reps hook me up. Okay, and, good. And so, like, I mean, I have three cases of Tito's. Oh yeah, in Tennessee. Yeah, waiting to go put that from that we just accrued. His whole thing is the value of his company is anywhere from three to four billion. Yeah, and. And so like his whole, his thing is, and think about this as far as like business wise, he would be apprehensive to align with anybody because yeah. he doesn't know if it, he doesn't need it to do good. He doesn't need it. He doesn't. He, he just runs the risk of it doing poorly. Yeah. And, and he looks at, I think he looks at a guy like me and he's like, he's already drinking my drink. Yeah. He's not going to stop. It's he his favorite it. drink. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes it. Send him more. What am I going to do? What am I going to fucking yeah. hire the kid? Pay him. Yeah. To, yeah. Pay him to just do what he's already yeah. doing. How about you? I'll tell you what. If you want to quit drinking, you can also do that. Bert. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you just enjoy it? And then how did you get my cell phone number? No, um, I I brought something to that to that point. I was going to show you. What's this? Well, it's such a big bag. I figured afterwards we're going to take a picture. Yeah, of course. So I wasn't sure if oh, I should what? wear these, which I got from Bondi Beach. These I have are the great. red pair. Yeah, they're so good. They're so comfortable. They're the fucking and then I have, and then of course I have this, but it's a little thin, so you can you can kind of tell my religion through them. But that's also the other one. Those are swing. Oh I Jesus! I just thought those were kind you, of options. God, you're fucking. You're so. What? Um, when you have what, a bag, what should, what should I do in like Australia? This. What do you, have you? Ever, what, what's to do in Melbourne? Melbourne, I haven't been. Really? But um, I'm there for fucking four extra days after my show. I mean, I, I'll connect to so a buddy of mine. Mike Goldman is like. Uh, he hosts basically like the equivalent of like uh, uh, what's the Ryan Seacrest thing? Uh, the voice type of stuff. Scream like if that. you know the answer. Yeah, yeah. We'll just say. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I just named a show I did on Travel Channel that never aired. <laughs> I I was like, scream if you know the answer. <laughs> yeah, scream if you know the answer. Yeah, yeah. that's how good it is. Uh, in, in down there, but anyway, so I'm gonna connect you with him. Yeah. Um, he's a trip and knows everybody. Um. I have a bunch of buddies down there, so like, and they'll and they'll it's know. It's winter. The it's winter. I was gonna do. It, well, it is, but it's also Australia. So, I was gonna so go to they, Tasmania. I, they just sent me this. Oh, that'd be interesting. Oh, well, it's fucking cold as shit in Tasmania. I don't think. I don't know if it's cold as shit. I mean, it's 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 Australia and Sydney. They just sent me this. It's basically like L.A. L.A. in the summer. I mean, it's exactly like L.A. in the. I'm in, looking in the at winter. the temperature. What's it say? Hey Siri, what's the temperature in Australia in June? Oh, that's a good point. Hey Siri, what's the weather in Melbourne right now? It appears to be clear right now in Melbourne, Australia. Yeah. Yeah. So 53 at night and 64 during the day. Yeah, so you're right. Yo, yo, Melbourne's probably colder. It's gonna suck. But you know what? (laughs) It's gonna suck. Bring you bring your new jacket and you're good. I'll bring my ice skates. (laughs) You ever wonder how countries like that have like ski teams? Do they? Yeah, well, they have skiing just outside Melbourne. By the way, 
Real we're estate. making everyone in that area of the town. I always hate when Americans go, Melbourne. <laughs> How about this? Budapest. Budapest. Yeah. Hawaii. <laughs> Dude, have we done you. this before? <sighs> this fucking pisses me off more than anything. I, that, there's certain things that drive me nuts, but when Amer Adam Richmond does it for Man vs. Food, he calls it In Hawaii. The <laughs> no, stop 100%. it. 100%. Oh, and I God. fucking seethe because I'm, I'm so American. I'm like, it's Hawaii. Yeah. And I understand they call it Hawaii, yeah. Hawaii. But I'm not going to. What are you going to call Japan? I went to Nippon, and is that what, is that <laughs> yeah, what that's it's what they called? say? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I, I used to say the German Deutschmark, and they're like, yeah. "Hey, dummy, Deutschmark it means German mark. Oh. It's, <laughs> it's not the German. That's like saying in okay, the American how about, how about this? U.S. You, dollar. You ever seen the sign that says DSW Shoe Warehouse? DSW Shoe Warehouse, a discount shoe warehouse, shoe warehouse. Oh, that's it just fucking drives me batty. Um, yeah, Melbourne. I was talking to Eddie Eft and he Melbourne. Goes, he's like, when are you going to Melbourne? And I went, I'm going to Melbourne. <laughs> and he was like, no, it's pronounced Melbourne. And no, went, no, it's not. It's not. By I us. understand that's what they say it, but I'm from America. And it's like, it's, uh, how what, do you say? Like, what do you say instead of Moscow? I'm going to Muscovy. Muscovy. Yeah. Uh, in, in your, in the UK, they were saying, uh, schedule, schedule. Did you pick that up? No, I'm not going <laughs> to fucking start talking like that. <laughs> Like fucking Let me take a look at with our, our, our tour manager, Simon, or what I don't even know what he, I'm not really certain what he did, but he drove us. I think he was just our driver, mm -hmm. but um, he was like, uh, he was like, well, I, I'm going to have to look at the schedule. And I went, I'm sorry, what did you say? He goes, the schedule. Oh, that's fantastic. And I was like, it's schedule. And he goes, no, it's schedule. Where, well, you were for, if you were over there, it was, but you started calling it schedule. You'd be like Madonna when schedule. she was married to Guy Ritchie for 15 minutes. Fuck that. That's the most annoying American in the world. Yeah, that's pretty Is bad. an American who adopts the things that they learned over there and then brings them over here. When, like, she, I don't when know. she was over there for like a year and now she has a British accent. If you were like 13 <laughs> and went over there for a year, like, and you're still impressionable, but not when you're a 65-year-old lady, you can't pick up an, a fucking when accent. I, when I came back from Europe when I was 22, I've been backpacking, you know, so it was so acceptable when you were in like Italy or France to just go get a baguette and some cheese, yeah. have your had a bottle of wine, yeah. get your pocket knife and a spritz. And, 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 and I remember, I remember I was making these sandwiches that were, it was cheese, tomato, cucumber. That's all we had. And it was really, everything was cheap that's and a that's, bottle that's, of wine. That sounds fantastic. By the and way. we'd sit in the park and eat that. So then I come back to Tallahassee. Stop it. Stop it. You were driving, you were driving around in your golf cart. And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to, you know, it's the middle of the afternoon. You know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm so European right now. So I go and I get bread, but they don't have baguettes. They just had the big loaves. <laughs> I get a loaf of bread, like the size of a fucking my thigh. <laughs> I yes. get some cucumber, some tomato and some cheese, but I, I all they had was like straight cheddar. Yeah. It wasn't like a, like a nuanced cheese. <laughs> and a bottle of wine and I go to Landis Green and I'm like I don't think I can drink a bottle of wine in, on the middle of campus it was so it just was like dude so I fucking put that in my trunk went to McDonald's got french fries you know what's so funny when I, so when I came back from from Europe obviously they have a way different way of looking at everything, drinking everything yeah. yeah and and like I remember like just being at an event or just something having wine and we're just walking around the streets big 
fucking deal. Like, you know, yeah. I, and, and it's, by the way, if you abused it over there, you'd be, they'd, they'd bust you. Like, you can, you know, you got to be respectful. So I remember just like out there walking the dog and I think I had one of these beers and I was like, I'm going to go walk the dog. And I walked the dog with, a, I didn't put it in a paper bag. Yeah. I'm walking around my neighborhood drinking a beer. If like, who's going to have an issue? You think a cop is going to drive by and like, bust me yeah i mean it's like it's, no they nobody gives a shit like Dude, you live in la you got bigger problems like i don't I, know I, my favorite we were in antwerp just recently and we just went to this you mean place Ant- you mean antwerp antwerp yeah antwerp antwerp antwerp, antwerp. and i could and it's like i, I just got a, a beer everywhere i went yeah and it wasn't like it wasn't fucking my day up in the way and i only, all i had to do was an hour at the end of every day and so it's like i could take a nap but i was like I, I really had a great time. I had a great time in Europe. How many shows did you do? Um, I don't know, maybe seventeen. Are you Are you in town for a while? Yeah, I'm in town before June eighth. Will you come do my podcast this week? I would love to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You texted me that one time, and I was. I think we were supposed to do it. Yeah. And then you said you were in the pool. You call me later. I'm just kidding. I don't remember. <laughs> um, I would love to do your podcast. Paulson, I asked are you Paulson. still doing it with? Are, are you still doing it with? No, no, no. It's a completely different thing. So good. Yeah. Talk, we'll talk about the podcast for a second. So, so the podcast at one point I was like, uh, I started with, with podcast one and they wanted to like, what makes you original? Let's make it a travel podcast. So I started doing that and it, it, a travel podcast, by the way. Okay. Not to shit on podcast one, not to shit on any podcast network. Shit. I'm a part of a network. Networks are so fucking complicated and they make such a simple art form so incredibly unnecessarily difficult. Um, they can make it better, but so often they don't. Well, I think this was about proving myself and my numbers and then just going and doing. And like, I was like, you know what? I was gonna make every episode about a different city. Like you came on and did like Queenstown and New Zealand or whatever it was. I love Queenstown. And, but like, and that's great. We can talk about it, but I don't want to be pigeonholed. So now it's literally Zane's World, same title, but now it's just, we sit down and it's this. Yeah, I think this is- because, I, mean, I mean, and, and a lot of it has to do with coming over here and just like sitting and and and, and having a, a, a real conversation. That's one of the beauties of, of podcasts versus like, talk shows with agendas and publicists and all that kind of stuff we just sit down and where the conversation goes it goes see that's that, that's the problem like i mean definitely not shitting on on her but like busy Phillips show was so produced it's it made me uncomfortable to watch it like everything was so overproduced and it and, and number what was, one what, she, what was what kind of show is it talk TV busy show? at night it was, on, you was, it was the craziest thing was when i moved out to la and it'd be my third year here and I had this apartment in 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 uh, Beverly Hills. Don't for anyone here that hears Beverly Hills, not fancy. It's the flats. It's the apartments yeah. of it. It's not like whatever. But I had this like two bedroom apartment, and I I was doing this student film, and um uh and so I was like, oh, rather than me traveling someplace, I'll just have them shoot at my house. I don't have to go anywhere. And and they showed up and they repainted. Oh my and, God. I, dude, it was horrible. It was a horrible experience. And then they didn't even come and fix it because they're students. What do they care? Yeah. And so the day of the shoot, they brought in like Dolly track and put lights outside. It was, it was, Jesus. it was insanity. So we're there about to, about to, we're waiting to shoot, but the makeup girl who, this is all, this is a Loyola Marymount kids student, you know, production graduate student, whatever it is. And so the girl who was supposed to do makeup was like late. She had all the makeup. We had to wait. She shows up an hour later. 
she was this cute girl, whatever. And she comes in and like, you don't want to be mad at her, but she was like, I know whatever. And she was like, just sweet and whatever. And anyway, her name was Busy Phillips. For real? Yeah. And she brought her, her boyfriend, Colin Hanks. No. But this is all like, this is all like way, I mean, we're talking like maybe like, probably like, like 99, 98, Holy 99. Yeah. And that's so weird. So she, <laughs> her show had such potential because she has potential as a as a host. She has potential, but it was so formatted, so segmented, so tight. Same problem with Pete Holmes's show. Oh yeah. Same problem with every late night show is that they're so regimented. Yeah. That and 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 by the way, for someone like Busy Phillips, they would have had to have let her show give her a fucking five year deal and let yeah. her fucking relax let it work it out and yeah. figure it out. I I I tweeted her and she didn't see it but i tweeted her, i was like don't she's like shopping it around other networks and i was like god damn it how fucking old are you like you're young as shit why aren't you just doing this on your own you have tons of fucking money mm -hmm. like you don't need a network just do it just get if you build it kind of a thing yeah just yeah. build it i'll fucking you're, you're saying you're talking about shit that is so contrarian so like like coming out and saying i had an abortion this is my story Come on, E is always going to try to. There, corporations are always going to try to shut you up. Do it yourself. I literally was like, I could not understand, and that's my problem with like with podcast networks is when they try to format it and 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 go, all right, you're the this guy. That's yeah, it's corporate mentality. It's it's the things that we didn't like about this business. There's then now they're just showing up in podcasting. But, but, but the thing about the podcast is, you know, for a while. It was like the dirty word because, you know, you'd say like, okay, so I had this guy, Dan Dunn, when I was doing my podcast. I remember Dan and Dunn. And he said- Dan he, Dunn, the drinking guy. Yeah. Yeah, I know so, Dan Dunn. So maybe you did the show because he said, look, I had a show on Sirius XM called Happy Hour or whatever. It's going away after two years. I'm bringing in like, you know, five, six, seven thousand bucks an episode. I'll come, I want me to partner up. I'll come, we'll do the show together. I'll be in charge of, of doing all the ad stuff and whatever. And, um, and so when we did started the podcast, now we have the strength of both of us and, and couldn't get an advertiser to commit because, well, we do X serious XM, but this is a podcast. What do you mean? Our numbers are like twice as big. Well, that, they, that's they, changed they, drastically they, now. Exactly. So now we are making more as podcasters exactly. than, than I'd, I'd argue than anyone on serious XM, not anyone. Probably ninety. Well, but, but see, th this is one of those things where you can listen, you can pause, you can do what you want, and and really, it hit home when when this guy that owns this restaurant out in uh, Maui called Honu, which is astounding. So the owner is like listens to my podcast and said, "Yeah, I'm out there." So he has this beautiful restaurant, and he like grows all the fruit for his restaurant yeah. and stuff. So he's like, "Yeah, when I'm out there in the garden, I listen to your podcast." And he's like, and I like it just because you, there's no agenda. You just, you're, you're, I get to, I get to, basically you're asking the questions that I would ask someone and we're, and you're just having a conversation. I feel like I, I learn so much. It's more relaxed. I have a fun. It's like, Hey, welcome back. We got this guest on the show, da, 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 whatever. It's like, you yeah. know, even by the way, now I was on Adam's show like two weeks ago and he had me on as a guest and his thing is like you know, a lot of segments. It, it's, it's way more like a morning talk show. Well, that's, that's his, his, discipline his muscle is quick short it's not like i mean yeah. you look at like I, and i think my muscle is developed after doing joe show joe show when i first did joe show it was not 
uh, comfortable to me. Yeah. Like I, I was like, in my head, I was like, I don't. I would, I would love to go back and rewatch that first thing because I was doing morning radio. I was just like energy. Yeah. Take it. I'm going to tell you a story. Yeah. And Joe is so not that. Person. You know those He's, things when you're sitting back backstage like ready to go on a news program and it's like six in the morning and you're just drinking coffee, smacking yourself in the face. Like, come on, let's get amped up, amped yeah. up, whatever. And then they go, okay, we got to hold. And you're like, no, I was ready to go out. But, it's, but yeah. you're right. You, you want to be up there when you come in for this, for the, for a podcast, people don't want you to blow their ears off. They want you to just sort of like hang out, hang out and just like, that's, that's why know? we're trying, we're trying to, we're trying in many capacities to get a different space to do this in, because I think this podcast at its best is at 11 at night, and everyone's drunk as fuck and high as fuck. Listening or participating? Par, par, ma making the making podcast. Them. Yeah. And, but I can't do that. The girls are too old. It was easier when they were younger. And the girls are too old. And Leanne hates it. Because everyone's like, can I use the bathroom? And then they've either got to go in to where Leanne's sleeping or go into where the girls are sleeping to take a piss. Yeah. And Leanne's like, no more late night podcast. I, I would be. I Do you know that they were better? I mean, people are looser and stuff like that. But if I'm working on my garden or I'm taking a walk, you know, like I think, whatever, I think, well, I think I'm at the gym or I'm not in the better, car. But it was, it, they were a nice mix up to have like three guests in, all right, and everyone get fucked up, and then do these. These are I like these personally, yeah, more more because I, I think I get more involved. Those drunk ones. By the way, the drunk ones when I was producing it, and I do not know if they were produced properly at all or if they were <laughs> synced up. But um, by the way, we 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 did. I mean, <laughs> when we were doing our podcast before drinking made easy, yeah. Sometimes they got like out of control, and I. Yeah. But I. But I don't know the feedback on them to if they were, if they were better. I don't know. Did now the podcast you're doing now is is it just you? It's well, so it's basically it's funny, and and I know that you and Leanne have a you know like she'll help you out with some stuff and help you intro yeah. or whatever, and so that's what we do now with with Mel. So we'll, she'll sit with me um, and do the open and then the close. And then I'll, I'll Skype in Steve. Yeah. Um, by the way, Skype is like so clear. It's a, sometimes it feels For like real? it's so weird. We, we tried FaceTime and Zoom and they just did not work out. And Skype, podcast one was like, no, it's a different like Kodak or, you know, formula, whatever. Really? It is. Listen to it. Listen to the podcast with Steve. Maybe it's, I'll Skype a podcast with somebody. It's, I, I, it's I wouldn't mind so, trying to so Skype great. with somebody. It's not as great without having them there, but it does work. And I'd rather someone, I, I mean, personally, I'd rather see, someone You have, to, you have really. to at least see them. And so we, um, so we do an open with Mel and I just like, hey, here's what's going on. Here's the guest. And like talk about some stuff and like you know that way i can i can bolster up the guest you know this guy's done this and this and this without having to waste their time doing it then we have the interview portion and then we do a close and the close are really for like the diehard people like we'll talk about things that are going on with our life and like things that if you if you've listened this far you probably are interested yeah, in yeah, us to yeah. a point rather than more of the guests so now that's sort of our format and i'll record like i brought my my mobile recorder to um Hawaii. So I, I interviewed Garrett, who owns Maui Brewing Company. Yeah. And then I saw that there was a, a local surfer in a competition that week, Zane Schweitzer. And I was like, hey, that's pretty cool. I've never really met another Zane before, I don't think. And and so I just hit him on Instagram. I'm like, hey, man, um, just private message, whatever. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm in Maui. I'd love to have you on my podcast. He got back to me 10 minutes later. That night, I was having dinner at his house. We recorded a show, had some drinks, hung out, and it was like so cool. And that's, that's to awesome. me, 
I think the real value in in podcasts is like you and I are so busy. When are we going to get together? And we have this opportunity to do. We just we just end up recording. That's it. the number one thing for me. Yeah. The, the reason I like podcasting is that I love to be able to sit and hang out with someone. How else was I going to reach out to like Todd Garner? the producer and say, Hey, let's go get a drink. Although he probably would, but like, you know, and I had on like, well, it, it, it kills two birds with one stone. Yeah. Uh, I think on some level, I mean, there's some things you just, well, there's numbers and stuff you can't talk about. Or whatever. Well, and, and there's like the stuff we were talking about before this, you can't really talk about that on a podcast, but yeah. I do think you can hash out ideas. What's the, where, where are you going to go next? What's the next thing you do? Like you're going to do another season of four sheets. So we'll do another season of four sheets, probably start late summer. I'm doing a show. Oh, I'm doing a show called Nightcap um, on Drink TV, where I'm basically sitting at the bar and it's like it's um, 15 minutes of like the person, yeah, and then 10 minutes of like a up and coming comedian. Uh -huh. And so we shot a few of those, and then we shot the we shot we just shot a few, and I had about about nine comedians we did a night. Who? Who? Um, man, that puts me on a. Can I get back to you? <laughs> I should have had it written down. I would. I would they love were all. They were. They were. I, I'm just doing a brain fart, but like they were all amazing. Some of them are just like, ooh, you're you're going places. Like these are great. Yeah. Some some were gr good and seasoned, but some were. Can they? And it, it it was that thing where they all sent me demos, yeah. and then I had to go look at their stuff. And one guy sent me like three demos for some reason, and they were a year apart, whatever. And you saw the act get better. Really, it was really kind of interesting. Um, anyway, so so we have that, and so I'm doing that with on Drink TV, more four sheets. Uh, my adventure brand is doing really well. So what what else are you going to come out with the adventure brand? Let's. I want to. I'm, I'm next. I'm doing the uh, the the hoodie. So I'm doing. I'm, I'm just. I'm doing the world's best hoodie, and I'm going to do a, a a heavy one like I have, yeah. and I'm going to do a light one. When I did the when I did the Kickstarter, you know, we we fulfilled all of our hoodies uh -huh. and put them in the store, and then. Um, they sold out in like two days. Really? So now I have those windbreakers, which, you know, are great, but people just don't know a lot about. And it's wrong season. I have parkas, which are amazing. I have fleeces, but everyone wants the hoodie. And I'm like, all right. I'm a big hoodie fan. I We are a hoodie company and we're going to do some amazing hoodies. Like, like I said, a heavy one, a light one, just like whatever, because we know that that's what people want from us. And we know that we nailed it because people are buying them. Right now, at adventure.com there. So it's, we're, we're, it's on presale for people who don't know a little bit more about the the brand it's adventure the first e is a three yeah because we plant three trees with every purchase so right that for real? yeah do you have can you just say that or do you have to plant you know trees? what you probably could say that yeah that's what i do i every time you buy well, a you, ticket to my show i plant seven trees oh, you plant seven trees well i plant every time here's the deal yeah every there's here's my new thing yeah every time i sell around seventy thousand tickets yeah I plant six marijuana plants. That's nice. <laughs> How do you prove it? I did. They're sitting out there. <laughs> so, so we were working. We were working with a company oh, called uh, Archangel Ancient Tree Archive, and these guys would would find the biggest trees in the world, the biggest sequoia, the biggest redwood, the biggest oak, and they would and 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 they're so big. Like I'm doing it with my hands, but like let's picture like in the scope of things like a giant sequoia is six inches can i say i cut down six trees just to even out the playing field you smoke trees yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys for every, for every jacket of zanes i buy 
I kill three trees. I kill three trees. Three I'm trees. just trying. I'm just trying Specific. to keep it even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if you take like a like a tree that's like the sequoia, that's six inches. And I mean, I like, don't want this world to be overgrown, guys. I can't no, tell. there's too much. Yeah, there's just too much oxygen. Um, <laughs> so, so I think I don't know the actual size of it, but let's say I was going to go proportionate. But if you say like giant sequoia is like 150 feet. The giant one is like 300 feet mm -hmm. and it's and, and it's surrounded by the small ones. What is specific in that one's DNA that made it the shack of the tree world? So those guys go and take that tree and they clone it and they make thousands of those trees and then plant those trees around. So it has a better chance of surviving. Yeah. So that and some other ones. And then the other one we work with is called uh, Green Forest Work, has an extra S in there. And what they do is they work in Appalachia um, Virginia, West Virginia, Kentucky, that kind of thing, where they would strip mine, cut the top off of a mountain, get what they need, and then leave. And so once there was a forest there and now there's nothing. Yeah. Not only that, it's it's not topsoil, so you can't grow trees out of it. So now this- this I can't listen right now. All I'm thinking about these are tree jokes. Guys, for every ticket you sell, I plant an inconvenient tree, like right in front of your front door. <laughs> <laughs> oh now by the way if you buy two tickets in the middle of a handicap yeah, spot yeah. Just, tell, put... just tell me where to plant it when i was when i had my driveway put in yeah i told this guy that he didn't speak that great of english and my spanish is not what do you passable. speak estonian estonian and i said look i'm saving that tree i'm saving this tree this orange tree this blood orange tree I'm just oh moving, you got a blood orange tree? and i'm just well i did and i'm moving it over there right he's like okay 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 I went away on a trip. Someone was watching my house. I was gone shooting four sheets and I come back and he had paved the driveway and left a 12 by 12 by 12 <laughs> cutout of the tree Yeah, in the middle of my driveway. <laughs> like, it doesn't even make any sense. I, uh, I have a picture of it. Uh, it was like, not in the middle of my driveway, but the path going to the side of my house was right in the middle. Like, you couldn't have brought like great. a wheelbarrow behind my house because I wanted a tree. You know, you know what we did last night? Last night we were at, yesterday we were at Target with the girls and uh, we do these pranks with our friends that are around, live around the corner. We kind of fuck with each other's houses. Yeah. And uh, like TP? out of nowhere, Isla just goes, hey, let's plant carrots in their front yard. And I went, what? She goes, let's get carrot seeds and just plant carrots all over their front yard. So in the middle, like fucking six months from now, they're like, I'm sorry, are these fucking carrots growing out of our fucking... A, by the way, that's a really good idea. That's a great prank is just throw carrot seeds all over someone's it's front yard. It's those pranks of like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to plant a sequoia behind their house. So in a hundred years. So their kids' kids. Dude, I'm obsessed with, uh, with a... I I I I have a weird I'm weird about things. I I really it makes my skin crawl. Can I go pee? Yeah, just pee just pee right back behind okay. the thing. The, the right by the bird of paradise. Yeah, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep talking. Mid-roll reads. Mid-roll reads. What are they? These are mid-roll reads. Comedy Central has a new podcast called Your Two Dads with Sean and Julian. Sean O'Connor and uh, Julian McCullough? That's right. Oh, I love those guys. This will be a great fucking podcast. I love when comedians become dads, and I love when they talk about it. Well, these longtime best friends uh, in their podcast are going to talk to other dads. Oh, I better be a fucking guest. I'm sure you will. Be. I'm like one of the longest dads in this business. You think so? Yeah, me and uh, yeah, me and Josh Wolf. Oh, okay. I'm sure you'll be invited. 
Um, they talked to other dads, moms, friends, and more while reviewing kids' food. If they pick Tom Segura before me, I'm going to be so fucking good. <laughs> he just became a dad two years ago. Yeah, right? Children's TV movies and role-playing parenting scenarios from the news. They'll also take your parenting questions and answer them so honestly you'll regret you asked. They're not experts, but they're funny, and their kids are still alive. So that's got to be That's something. all that matters. If you're a dad or want to be a dad or want to make sure you don't want to be a dad, this is the show for you. So subscribe, listen, and become a better person. Those things aren't related. Uh, subscribe to Your Two Dads with Sean and Julian for Comedy Central's idea of a parenting podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I sound, do I sound sick, Austin? A little bit. You got kind of a cough. Yeah, I have cough drops in my pocket, but it's not as bad as it's been in the past. Can right? we talk about our plans for open tabs? Yeah. So we're going to do it every other week starting pretty soon? Yeah. I just I I I just talked to Leanne about this yesterday. Um we should do one this week. Yeah. But my day my schedule is so fucking slam packed. My first day I have my first day I have open. I don't have a day open. I'm doing a podcast Friday. I can do one Friday afternoon. Yeah. Mhm. Mm and then I'm in fucking, and then I'm gone. This, well, how do these days, how do these weeks go by so fucking quickly? Like my weeks off go by so, like I have four weeks off and I'm already fucking, I've gained weight. I'm the fattest I've ever fucking been. That's why I'm not drinking right now is because I'm going to work out after this. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm sick, I'm, I've got to work out. Yeah, your days off are limited. So you have a limited time to work out when Dude, you're home. Fully clothed, right? Fully clothed. Mm -hmm. I never go on the scale fully clothed. Fully clothed. This is secret time. Don't be a cunt and post this, okay, assholes? Fully clothed. Two days ago, I was 258. Woo! Fully That's clothed. the biggest you've ever been, right? I'm talking. Yeah, change subjects. <laughs> don't, I don't even want to talk about it. It's, I think it's, it's convenient. You're like, yeah, I go to the bathroom back there. But I'd say it's a weird place to have people poop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's fine. There, wait, hold on. There's a. I have a friend that whenever you say the word poop, he gags. Like, come on, man. Oh, come on. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. So good. You uh, can't do I, poop I, jokes. I, I, last night, my daughter said in uh, Target, she goes, Dad, I am DTP. I said, What's that? She goes, Down to poop. That's what I, that's what I thought it was. And, I went, and then in my head, I was like, Wait, are you also know what DTF means then? Oh. Fucking. Oh, no. She's not. She's 14. She's fucking. I don't even know that stuff. I just, for her birthday, I was going to take her and her friends out to, um, oh, my God. Oh, uh, I was going to take her and her friends out to Vegas. Can that be my ringtone? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so good. I, and so I told my wife, I said, yo, well, I'm going to fly George and all her friends out to Vegas. And Leanne goes, whoa, they're 14. I said, they'll be 15. And she goes, it doesn't fucking matter. What are they doing in Vegas? And I was like, I don't know. She's like, wait, I know what you'll be doing. You'll be partying. So are they just going to tag along? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Who's going to drive me? Yeah. And I was like, and then I was like, in my head, I was like, wait, yeah, what will they do in Vegas? At 15, but at 15, I was in casinos in the Bahamas gambling. Yeah. Fucking having a blast, piercing my own ear. So I looked older. <laughs> that, that'll do it. I pierced my, I ripped a fart. My, my fart's smelling horrible right now. I'm, I feel like I'm. Are you doing CrossFit still? Business. No. No, you were doing it aggressively. How, how much are you? I was. How much are you uh, hiking? Uh, I'm hiking a lot, but Can what, I believe you're I'm. I have been eating like crazy. I wrote no on both my hands. 
Oh my God. So that if I go to get something, I go, no. Do you know what's so crazy? What? I was going to put a subliminal, I was going to put a tattoo right here mm -hmm. that had an hourglass that reminded me that time is short, eat healthy, and also you're built like a fat fucking hourglass to me. Oh. <laughs> to remind to remind me, like a permanent tattoo that no one would know what it means. And what, is, what does it mean? Literally it means don't have a fucking sandwich, you fat ass. I might really get no tattooed on my right hand because my right hand's the bad hand. David Tell had a great fucking joke. And I can't stop thinking of this joke. He, this, by the way, David tells so prolific jokes that he's never put in specials. He just wrote and threw away. Do you remember then that girl that uh, surfer got her arm bitten off yeah, by the shark? Yeah, Steph Bethany Hamilton. He goes. Uh, he goes. I was watching an uh, interview. She said. She said. You know, <laughs> everything happens for a reason. You know, everything happens for a reason. What she goes. You got to find the bright side in everything. He goes. Bright side. What was that? Your evil arm? <laughs> was that the arm was like sucking cocks and snorting coke? The other arm's going two for passions of the Christ, please. <laughs> I and so, but my right arm is my my evil arm. But then again, I saw Keith Keith uh, Keith Robinson the other day had had a stroke, and his right arm was his evil arm that and. And now it's, he doesn't use it. He just drinks with the left arm. Yeah, that's so, fine. Yeah. That's fine. So yeah, you, you just can, learn you how to work. You can, convert, you can you, convert it to evil. Yeah, yeah you have sure. a workaround. No, I'm trying desperately to lose weight right now. And I ate really clean yesterday. Although my dinner uh, was a little off, but. Wait, what if we did. What? What if we did something. Okay. Where. Rehab? Not, so, rehab? So, rehab? I want to go to rehab so fucking sort of a Sort of a thing. It seems like a fun time. I want to do 30 days in a silent rehab where you can't speak you can't do you know about this guy that did uh who was it that did it it wasn't blaine it was like oh yeah, yeah okay okay so it was two poker guys and one of them said he could like be in a you know like a sensory deprivation room yeah for like 30 days uh -huh. and the guy was gonna give him sixty thousand dollars and and he basically the con conditions were he got food it was it was in a bathroom that, in the guy's house that was blacked out no, to, no noise, whatever, nothing to do. Obviously, couldn't read, no TV, whatever. I just had, had to lay there. So they, basically, after like three days, you start going crazy and whatever. And so, and there was a the camera where the dad could watch. I'm like, well, watch him masturbate. What else Jesus. are you gonna do? And so the dad could just make sure that he was okay. Like the 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 son of the, the father of the guy kid in there. Anyway, yeah. he, he the, the the guy saw that he was gonna win and ended up giving him like half for thirty days or something like that. I um. You'd go nuts. Uh, no, but I no. That's you might not change I, permanently as a person. Yeah, I don't think I would. Uh, I love ridiculous bets. So I did a bet uh, with <clears throat> ten buddies one time. And, uh, I'm already in. I'm okay. already in love with this. So idea. so I said, um, I love here's uh, talking shit more than anything in the world. I love saying something outrageous that I believe I can do, and going. I, I'll I'll tell you what. I bet you keep going. So it was. Uh, we each put in a hundred bucks. This is back in the day. Now it would be like a thousand. Put in a hundred bucks for a hundred days and went to a body fat place. Whoever could lose the most body fat at a hundred oh, yeah, days, all measured and like all done, done, whatever, won the pot. That was it. And at the end of the day, it was a thousand bucks. And and I and I crushed it. Really? Yeah. I was doing so well. I didn't have a job. Was is that some people that some people just didn't even come to the weigh-in? Really? Mm -hmm. I went um, from like one 
This is back in the day, like maybe 194 to 172. Segura and I, that when we did I remember the what weight happened loss with that? challenge, he just texted me. He's like, you want to do the weight loss challenge again? I've, I've gained all my weight back and then some, probably from what I weighed when I first started the weight loss challenge with him, probably another fucking 15 so he, pounds. So, he, so my, my gym does it. This might make you not want to do it with me. So my gym does it, well, mm -hmm. CrossFit, right? And so they, they did it and they did it right after Christmas. I'm like, yeah. So <laughs> everyone's like going in. I'm like, why? The, the competition's <laughs> next week. Why? Or next month. Why are you going in? So I thought it was New Year's Day was the weigh-in. Yeah. And so I was like, I got up to like 220. And uh, and so then I'm like, all right, when's the comp when's the weigh-in? Like, no, it's 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 February 1st. So I'm like, all right, I keep this on for a month. Then it was it was Valentine's Day. So I did it Valentine's Day. I had to maintain this like point. Oh I've got myself God. 220, 221. And so I did that. And then I'm good. I'm good. I'm I have them in my pocket too. And then I uh so then started going to gym, just whatever, and then I ended up winning. But it's kind of bullshit because I went from this guy who didn't go to the gym, and then I went to the gym for fucking 60 days or whatever it was, and then I won it because I was the worst off person. You how can't, much, it can't compete with people who are in shape. How much money do you think how how much money do you think you could raise to make a movie? Um I guess it depends on the movie. Um is a movie about I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm just trying Did to you, think. So this was a genius, and I, 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 I heard about this, and I'm like, this is the show. It's amazing. They got this guy who was a trainer, like a super and fit, you know, typical trainer. Maybe he's weighing like 175, and he wanted to know what his clients went through. So he got up to like two. He made himself get up to 240 pounds. Something ridiculous. Like that. People, you can find the, the actual, and the pictures of it are amazing in order to, to show what it was like to have to go from to fat to get back in shape so that he kind of knew what they went through. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a show. So I pitched it to some places and then they said, oh, it was already done. It was called like Fit to Fat or something, Fat to Fit or I don't know, whatever it was. It was like the, but whatever. And I thought that'd be such a good show. I just, whatever happened, it was obviously just, just done wrong because to watch someone who's fit get fat is way more fun than watch someone who's fat get fit it's it's like it's almost like lose a, it it's almost like what's a morgan spurlock's when he's with yeah, right. mcdonald's yeah right world. i love those kind of things yeah. i i told i was in a meeting with doug herzog and i said i bet i could build a pool in my backyard and he went huh i said thirty thousand dollars i bet i could this is this is recently i already have a pool but yeah. i was like i bet i could build a pool like i bet i could i bet i could figure it out oh you're building a pool yourself yeah you know Just what's my, funny? So yeah. I have a pool and we wanted to build what's called like a California shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have one? No. And so it would basically be like an offshoot of the pool. It's maybe like six inches deep. Yeah. So you could just like lay in it and lay like in the pool splash, and whatever. To, yeah. yeah. And so I had a guy come in. I got the room for it and he looked at it and it, would, it was going to be like, no joke. It would have been six by eight by six yeah. by eight. You know, whatever. So it was six that. by eight. And the guy came in, this pool guy, $30,000. And I was like, later what a pool $50,000 yeah or whatever but like that's all the pump I don't even think our the, pool is $30,000 all the pumping and all that all the extra stuff and this is just like what do you mean it's gonna take you cement some chicken wire in three days right no dude uh I we have we're um we're looking at a house we're looking at a second house and uh and it's got a to, pool to like what move to and then rent this out no it's a long story. Oh, sorry. This is uh, a short podcast. No, no, no. It's it's no. It 
we're looking for a second house to um it's a, it doesn't make fucking sense we're looking for sounds like a good idea i'm, I'm, I'm trying to buy a compound yeah you told me and okay, so that's my goal it. is a got compound okay. so we're looking at a, a second house and so um and they've got a still don't understand are you building the compound in that house you want the house to come with a compound no it's our it's the house next door can i show you what i'm buying and you, you can't tell people on the podcast is that like secret? Are we allowed to have yeah. secret time? Yeah, here? yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But how do we? You don't worry about it. You're just gonna. You're gonna just gonna look at it, and you're gonna go. <laughs> Johnny Depp owns his whole street, and I want that. What street? His, the street he lives on. He owns every house on the oh, street. Oh, okay. So I'm trying to do that so that you have a house. You just and you compound it out. So I want to buy all the houses around me, and then throw up a big fence, and no one can get in. Where the fuck is this? Just, but you can't say it. You can't say what it is. Once you have an evil ex. And this is fucking huge. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I want that. I know. So, so, and, and, and when I'm, when I can talk about it on the air, I'll talk about it because this is, I'm going to do what you're saying here. That's okay. So. And you saw where it was, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's fucking great. I, I want to, so I, I want to buy houses and maybe this is the wrong area, but I know that if I, the thing about our house is it's zoned differently than any of the other houses on the block. This one. Okay. This is, and so it's more, the the land is more valuable. Do I need to tell you that you've outgrown this house? Uh, <laughs> no, you do not need to tell me. You know what I did with mine? I what? mean, whatever. So I got my house and it was one, two. Mm -hmm. And it's a great price for that house. Well, what happened was the, I was working at different offices on the, on the boulevard driving down I, as i said all the expenses whatever and i'm like what am i doing what am i pay myself so so i basically my house got up to like one six just because the market was doing well so i took a loan out for the difference and then put that it back into the house because the zoning was about to change where you could build 50 percent of the size of your lot and it was about to go down to 40 and so that's why i like emergency emergency built made my house a thousand or twelve hundred so wait wait bigger. hold on so when you bought your house it wasn't the size it is now no you were never at that old house I was no never that you've always been in that same house yeah i did not know that well yeah yeah zoning but, changed entirely yeah so by the way everyone's we've just now everyone has, they're like bird i don't care about zoning ah, well what happened was what happened was that's why there, that's there was how somebody we have, uh, you've seen the house over on i think it's mm -hmm. and it looks like a mausoleum it's yeah. a giant ten thousand square foot house on a Three thousand foot lot. That's something we have in California. It's it's probably a seven thousand square foot lot, and it and they're called McMansions. Yeah, and they are ten thousand square feet, and they just eat up all the land. This is my house before. Are you serious? It's still on Zillow. You can scroll through to see how it was the size of it. Shut up. This is uh, that. This yeah. is the same house. Yeah. So I literally knocked the front of that house off and then built. Like that's my house genius. In front of <laughs> that's genius. And then put in all these like cool patios and all when we redid this house, we redid it to what we needed it to be at that exact time. Did you add space? We oh, added we added the uh, kitchen. We added like a thousand square feet. Oh, okay. I think. Um, Jeez. Kitchen, bedroom, um, but maybe less than that. But the thing is, um, we've outgrown the house, but we haven't really technically outgrown the house. Meaning, like, we're still very, very comfortable. Yeah. It's just 
we can't expand anywhere else. So like, if you want something yeah, in this fine. house, you can't like, like I wanted to like, like are, Leanne, those, are those zoned for here? The, I don't think that we're zoned for chickens. <laughs> but what, if when we I send smart, a picture of that to my wife, she is going to flip. That's why she wants to move is because she wants chickens. What we should have done when we did this house, then we almost did this. Um, We almost sectioned off the back part of this yeah. and turned this man cave into an office. We have a, a separate entrance to the man cave. Oh. Almost, and then built a fourplex in the front area, built like a fourplex house. What's what? Like, 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 uh, and just single apartments because you can do apartments. This well, is zoned for but, apartment. But, but, but that doesn't give you more room. No, we would have just gotten a new house oh, and I then see. rented those out. Oh, this is zoned for that. Yeah. Oh, so that, that's huge. Oh, I know. wow. So I'm trying to buy all the property around us so that I can. Like Disney. Yeah. You're so much like Disney. I, I just want to own, like I, I, want, I want, I want like more than one house. And what's this a beer? Yeah. Crops. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why I also, and want... I know this sounds like rich guy talk. I'm not, it's not rich. The house I'm looking at is not very expensive, but it, it is adjacent. It just, it just no, it's what happens is, is where we, where we live. I mean, it is, it is sort of pine the sky type stuff, but like, but like having that, that stuff here, yeah. it's maybe way more easy for people to picture New York City and understand the limit of space. Like they're not making more land you out can't, here. Yeah, you can't get more land. There's a house I was looking at. It's super affordable, meaning it's not, not like three million, two million. It's in the, it's like a million something. And it had two um, bungalows on this property and it had a huge house, a yeah. huge house, pool, tons of space it was like it was like half an acre which is a lot for us i know that doesn't sound a lot for anyone oh my else. god that's out here out ridiculous. here half an acre the only problem is i mean i almost i is literally that on, was that up on a hill no 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 it's it's over oh, okay. uh towards trader joe's that way got it um the only problem was i mean i, I was i was locked stock ready to buy it leanne was like i know what i want to do i know how i want to change it we could afford it it was perfect there are apartment complexes on flanking it, flanking it, and so Fuck there's there are literally uh, people looking, forty windows yeah. uh -huh. that would look into your backyard, uh -huh. and I, I'm I'm just waiting that I, I just so glad I caught that because as we're doing it, as we're looking out there, someone in one of the windows puts their windows and goes, oh shit, the machine, and I went, oh, oh my god, my thank you so god. much. Are you serious? And I was like, I can't imagine being back there and someone's like holy shit you're hanging out with joey diaz in your back hey it's your wife joey shut the fuck up is that your daughter like just looking into our backyard every fucking day that's amazing and they were like don't worry we can put bamboo up there i, was I like, <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bamboo, giant bamboo trees i was getting so this is my this shirt it's a little tight but this is this is, I, I designed this yeah and so i was at the the printer yesterday and and uh he was like his friend is like a huge fan uh and 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 he was asking he was like um uh of mine and so i <laughs> made it for context and so he he was like yeah and his friend's like wait you're working with zane lamprey yeah well, what's he like is he is he nice like yeah he's like well where does he live have you been to his house and the guy's like yeah i mean i've dropped t-shirt loads off of his house whatever he's like i drop loads well, off of his yeah house. I, I, I dump a load of his house he's like well where does he live he's like well in the valley he's like well where he's like 
what? He's like, well, like, what's his address? He's like, what the fuck are you asking me his address for? That is a weird. It's, it was that a is weird a weird question. It got me, a, it I'll tell you what's only weirder than that is when uh, when uh, a UPS guy comes up and he's like, look at the package. You open the door and he's like, shut the fuck up. He's like, this is where you live. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, dude, I'm such a fan. Can I get a picture? And you're like, sure. And you're like in your doorway, like, oh, awesome, man. Yeah, I, uh, it's I, I walked out. I walked out of our into our alley i walked out of our gate one time yeah and i hope i'm going to get something to eat and i open it and the guy's there and he's like bert kreischer and i went what's up and he was like dude this is your house and i'm I know, like isn't that oh. a weird, it's a weird thing right it is and i've been so loose with like where I'm, i live I'm, I'm loose with it too people kind of can thankfully people are cool about it there have been some not cool people um obviously. can i get your address out i'm just kidding <laughs> Um, Segura is super tight-lipped about where he lives, and it, even that. So there's this guy, Art Man. Do you know Art Man? I do. So Art do Man I know Art was Man? He, he was a host on Wild On. I know. And then he, I know Art Man. And then he went and did a show on uh, called, I guess, the Art, Art Man Presents on um, on HGNet that I that, that I think is still on there. Like, what even egg in your hand? Oh my god! Is that the missing egg? Here is the missing egg from fucking Easter. Yep. I just touched it and I was like, what the fuck is that? It's a good spot. I just noticed that today. This has been, this is the missing egg from Easter. And if it was, why did it not work it its way down here. behind the couch? I, I just felt it and I was like, what the fuck? This is 182. This it. is the missing egg from Easter. Eat it. It's, it doesn't smell yet. Let's keep going. Art oh, man. I was Art man. So, so anyway, he like, he'll, he'll text me and he'll be like, um, hey, hey, can I call you? I'm like, yeah, dude, just call. What's what is what is <laughs> yeah. it? And he's like, and then he and he calls, and it's unknown. I'm like, I'm not gonna answer that. And then he goes, Hey, you didn't answer my call. I'm like, That's you. Yeah. So I pick it up, and he's, I'm like, Dude, why do you want an unknown number? He's like, Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, There was a there's a story about so Corey uh, Feldman, yeah. right? He's the one that's still alive. Uh huh. And he went to a party, and my buddy went to this party with like Dave Navarro. And it's like this daytime party, pool party thing. And then there's all these like big celebrities there. And Corey Feldman is the only guy that showed up with a bodyguard. This huge, big black guy that was sort of like standing next to him. Like, like, like whatever you're like, if that, like, what is the, it's one of those things like, like you're the last person at this party that needs a bodyguard. Yeah. And it's kind of like art. Like, why are you being so protective with your, your phone number? Like, like. Dude, I if I've given my phone number out to too many people. And by the way, I do the same thing. If, if there's if there's a, somebody who's like a fan, like hey, I own this restaurant, come by. I'm like, yeah, dude, here, take my number, text me. Like I've text, I've given my number to so many fucking yeah. people, it's ridiculous. And and, uh, and and by the way, it hasn't it hasn't ever gotten terribly terribly inappropriate. Here's what I'm gonna do. I just figured this out as we were. You're talking. gonna give your you're gonna give Halston's phone number out on the podcast? No, I was. I'm. We're getting all I, new I, phones. I dare you. We're getting all. I don't have. I I couldn't. You don't know his number. I couldn't. I only had. It's just eight hundred in my phone. Eight one eight. Yeah, yeah. I'll edit it out. Bastard. <laughs> when I get uh my new um assistant, I'm gonna give them this phone. Yeah. And then I'm gonna get a new phone. Assistant. And then I'm gonna go. Hey, any text that I want. Where's your, where is your assistant gonna work? Uh, I don't know. He's uh, he's writing on something. Oh, uh, what's his name? Corgi. Cobra. Cobra. Yeah. Um, Is it bad that I think I'm going to keep the name Cobra for my next assistant? No, but oh, so you're going to get a new assistant called Cobra. Cobra, yeah. Cobra Kai. If you don't, I will be upset. 
I, I'm you gonna, have to do that. Well, Cobra is such a fun name to say, and it's such a no, great it's, expectation. It's, it, no, when you said it, I was like, you can't get mad at that. There was this guy. Oh, what was it? Oh, I was at like Disneyland. I had an event in, in uh, Disney, Disney World. I had an event that was hosting in Florida. So I brought Mel and we went to Disney World for a day. Mm-hmm. And there was this, oh, it was, it was the worst name. There's this kid. We we're like, we're at the Animal Kingdom. And he's like teasing a bird in one of these like, in, we can walk in to like and see, be with all the birds. And he's teasing it. And, and his name was something like, like a laser or something. I was like, <laughs> something. What was it like? Oh, it was it was something like that, like laser dash, something that was just like it was like. Well, that's why this kid misbehaves because you named it that. Uh, Bert Bert isn't the greatest name in the world. I always kind of wondered, like, out of all the fucking names you could have picked, yeah, Bert. My buddy's name is Dwayne, and his 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 uh, his uh, <laughs> parents tossed a coin whether it was going to be Dwayne or Roman. Right. Whoops. Roman. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Dwayne. Yeah. Dude, I used to make fun. My manager at at uh, at uh, Barnes and Noble's name was Dwayne, and I just had never met a Dwayne before. Yeah. And so I mean, he called me in and asked me if I wanted, um, yeah, he asked me if I wanted to get to go to the manager training thing at Barnes and Noble, and I said no thanks, Dwayne. <laughs> And now, now I know that the Rock's name's Dwayne. Oh, that's I funny. I didn't even totally, think about it. I see it totally yeah, differently. That's so funny. But I it's, remember, it's but it, but it's the Rock. So I'd never met a Dwayne before, and I was like, "No thanks, Dwayne." Well, this guy Dwayne would have to be like, "Yeah, what a weird name, Dwayne." Well, Dwayne, and but he D Wayne. If, if the name's Wayne, no, his was D U. <laughs> oh, but it's the same. thing. Oh, like Dwayne Reed. Dwayne. Du- I didn't du- even realize that Dwayne Reed. Dwayne. But when we would, so we had, we actually produced. What a fucking funny name, Dwayne. But we produced a bunch of shows together yeah. back in the day. And we would go in as, <laughs> as Dwayne and Zane. And they'd like, oh, Dwayne oh. and Zane, are you guys? We're like, what? Like, are you what, like a couple? Yeah. Because our names rhyme? That's not how that works, I don't think. Wait, can I tell you? Uh, I was, t- I, I got into a fucking beef with my daughter yesterday. But I was telling them about life, about how your job as a parent is to explain accountability. The story is a little long-winded, but it gets to a place. Yeah. The, your job as a parent is to teach accountability to your children and teach them surroundings, teach them that how they behave in this earth is reflective of it. I go, I told them, girls, the only reason I get jobs is because I'm cool to be around. I'm fun to be with. I'm, I'm a nice guy. Yeah. And I'm, a, I'm aware of things. I don't take advantage of certain situations. And my, Georgia had opened a door and it slammed into another car. And I said, baby, now we got to leave a note for them. And I go, if you had just been paying attention to how she goes, dad, they don't even, they're not going to even see it. And I went, that's not what that's about. What's about is that that's their property. If that had happened to us, I'd be upset. And I would hope someone would say, Hey man, here's my number. If I want, if I left a ding in your car, you know, whatever. I said, we met these two gay guys. I've never, I've never stopped thinking of this. Our friends are, we had two friends that we were really good friends with. And they said these two gay guys that lived with us and I've just now moved out to California. And one of the guys um, said at dinner that night, their first night out there goes, "Ugh, I don't even know if I can live out here. Today I opened my door and it dinged the car next to me and the guy got like mad. I'm like, buddy, it's just a car. And I went and I was livid about that because I said, no, it's not 
you're missing. I, I couldn't respect this man because the idea that he was, and I was telling this to Georgia, he was so clueless to his surroundings that for years he's been banging his door into cars and he's shocked that it upsets someone. Someone pays their hard-earned money. I was saying this and Leanne goes, hold on. I don't remember this story at all. This is the whole point of me telling you okay, this story. Okay, no, this is good. This is the this whole point. Um, she goes, I don't remember this at all. I go, you remember the two gay guys? She goes, I, you keep, I don't know the two gay guys. I go, one guy had a cast on his foot. She goes, no. I go, you remember I really upset him because he walked in with a cast on his foot. I clear. I realized very quickly they were gay. And one of our friends said, oh my God, what happened to your foot? And he goes, I broke it. And she goes, how? And he goes, guess. And I went, skipping? And <laughs> and Leanne goes, oh, I know who you're talking about. Immediately went, oh, I know. I remember that fight. I remember that fight. Oh my God. And the guy went, excuse me, skipping? I go, skipping, dancing, lolly. I don't know. What were you doing? <laughs> As a whole thing was to tell you that one, but I said to Leanne, remember I said skipping into it. Oh yeah. I said to one time I go, I said to her about my buddy Pete. I was telling a story about my buddy Pete. And she goes, I, you keep bringing up Pete. I don't know who Pete is. And I go, of course you do. And she goes, no, I don't. And I go, remember the guy I couldn't stop laughing because he lost his virginity to the song monster mash. She goes, Oh, I know Pete. I know Pete. It's, it's Leanne remembers things in my life based off of an interaction or a fight that I've had. Or the hardest I've ever laughed. You know, it's fun. That's so funny you say that. Mel just can remember these things that just blow my mind. But I, but I can do this thing where I'm like, yeah, remember when I was in? Oh, it's right. Someone was asking me like, oh, when you were in Belgium uh, at, at Mort's to Beat, you had a bartender. I'm like, yeah, Bart. Like, oh. how do you remember his name? I'm like, I don't know. Like certain things like that. Certain things will stick in my crawl, and I'll never yeah. forget yeah. certain things that are important to me like where i go oh no 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 i'll never forget that i've done that i like i i, I every time i i remember telling opie from opie and anthony that i was a huge fan of the show and he was like oh yeah really and i went no 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 every time i eat chicken wings i think of your dad after his heart attack was like buddy it's protein and you're like yeah but dad you had a heart attack and he looked at me he was like i only said that once right and i was like oh yeah that that stuck in my head yep. forever. Certain things like that time you were on the airplane, and you were and you were talking to the cameraman, yeah. and you were nervous, and you were hungover. I like, told you I, that, that that little the backstory of that a, a little side story was that I think and I think I told you this before, but it's been a while. But like there was a we needed releases from everyone on the plane, and there was a guy sitting at the very back. This is like a puddle jumper, yeah. like a single engine plane in Costa Rica going from the the beach to the city. And it was like, you know, 25 minute flight. And so there was a guy in the back who wouldn't sign it because he said he was in SAG. And I remember this. And, they, and they and they were and the producer came up. I'm like, how'd it go? They're like, oh, this one guy won't sign, sign it because he's in SAG. I'm like, what? Where where is he? They're like, no, that's we didn't tell you because we knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. Like he's gone now. I'm like, what the fuck? And so it's and so I had this guy, Caleb Bacon. I had him on my podcast. He was doing. I know Caleb Bacon from your podcast. Yeah, I from about, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was, and he was, um, he was on there. He's like, I have a confession to make. I was actually in an episode of Three Sheets. I'm like, were you the asshole in the back of the airplane who wouldn't sign the release? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, dude. He's like, hey man, I was in a bad place. You know, whatever. <laughs> I was just trying to flex my. You know, like I was, I was unhappy, and I was just trying to like, dude. I love other people. I love a small coincidence that carries out forever, and I can't respect people who don't respect small coincidences like that i was i was in this is my most frustrated i've ever been where i couldn't express my anger enough to everyone involved i was in salt lake city we were doing 
four shows at uh, at Wise Guys. This was recent. This is this last my last run through. We're staying in a fantastic hotel. Cobra goes to the venue early. Fucking Cobra. Calls me and says, I ordered you a car. It'll be downstairs in 10. So I go, okay. So I get downstairs. I share an elevator with a guy who's going, who's got a bag with him. We walk out the front door together and it's like a carport type of hotel. So he walks to the far end of the carport and I stay by right by the doors, right? Same guy I was in the elevator with. Two Ubers pull up at the exact same time. Two SUVs. Guy rolls the windows down and looks at my the one closest to me. Looks at me, goes, Bert. I said, yeah. He goes, all right, let's go. And I hop in the back and I go, uh, how long's the ride today? And he goes, uh, about 20 minutes. And I went, wait, how far are we staying from the club? And he goes, you're going to the airport. I went, no, 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 I'm going to the comedy club. Oh my God. And he goes, no, you're going to the airport? I said, no. I said, I guarantee you my assistant put it in wrong. I go, I'm, I'm going to the comedy club. Just switch it. And he goes, oh, okay. So he switches it. And all of a sudden the door opens and it's the guy with the bag. And he goes, is this car going to the airport? And I said, no, no, it's going to the comedy club. And he goes, no, that one's going to the comedy club. This is going to the airport. And I said, no, my name's Bert. And he goes, my name's Bert too. And I went, hold on, your name's Bert? And he was like, yeah. And he just starts getting in the car and I go, hold on. And the guy goes, yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess they're both for Bert. And I was like, wait, your name's Bert. We both got Ubers at the exact same time to go to, to two different places. And we both got in the wrong Uber. How crazy is that? And he just looks at me and goes, yeah, that's great. Um, your car's ready for you. And I was like, Hold on, buddy. I don't ever meet Bert, let alone <laughs> do I meet a Bert in a carport that ordered an Uber and we both got in the wrong car. I'm like so excited. And he goes, I can you spell zeros with an E or a U? And he goes, E. I went, we both spell our names B or T. I literally, the guy could give two fucks, kicks me out of the car and then takes off. Literally takes off. But you know what's amazing about that is if you told him like who you were, like and, and gave him some backstory, he would suddenly become interested, and that's the kind of shit that pisses me off. Oh. When you have, we you know people are like, I'll have somebody that I don't talk to for a while, and all of a sudden I get a new show, and they're like, "Hey man, how are things going?" I'm like, "Fuck you, dude. Come on, dude. Oh, oh now now I'm interesting because of that." I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I mean, if I mean, if we're gonna really get honest, it is very frustrating as a comic. You got. I mean, because you got to remember, like, not remember. I don't mean it like that, but like four years ago, I was. Um, unprofitable meaning i couldn't help anyone's career um so like a lot of people ignored me like a lot of guys that were where they thought that they were bigger than me in the business um they would ignore me and by now the way, i'm by sorry the way, i'm sorry i was just doing what i thought i was supposed to do i will say this if you want to find out who's a good person find out who i fucked with like who i who i hung out with yeah who would who i worked with though find out those people because they they didn't look at anyone as profitable, but there's a big group of people that did not look at me as profitable. And so they just were like, you'd be like, hey man, I was talking to someone the other day who was like trying to get on someone's podcast and the guy was like, give him the runaround. <coughs> and then at one point the guy goes, hey man, gotta be honest with you, if I have you on my podcast, no one's gonna listen. And and the guy was floored and he was like, I'm sorry, I thought we were friends. And he was like, yeah, but I, I mean, no, but I gotta keep my numbers up, man. This podcast is, you know, and I was, and the guy was like, appalled and he was like dude this is what that guy said and then by the way i was on that guy's podcast the other day and i was like well he didn't say that to me that must be because i was pro i was prof i'm profitable to him yeah and then i and then you start realizing i mean there are people there are people and i, and I by the way i i blow a lot of smoke up joe's ass meaning like on this podcast i talk very positively about him but you gotta remember like i didn't get joe big ratings 
He had me on his podcast because he liked me. And then there aren't people like that anymore. And and that's what's frustrating in this business is going to the comedy store and seeing people that look over your shoulder when you're not profitable. Mm -hmm. And then when you become a, a profitable entity and then they can use you to get views or use you, that's what it really, I call it survivor's remorse. And I've talked about this a lot, but that breaks your heart about this business. And you get texts from people that would never have texted you when you weren't selling theaters. Now that you're selling theaters and adding shows, hey, buddy, congrats on all the success. <coughs> we should podcast soon. And you're like, oh, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I, and I've always prided myself on someone who just, I don't, I try not to, like, I feel like if, if I like you, if I feel like I can hang out, I want you on my podcast. Yeah. I like, I, there's people that I don't speak to anymore that were not famous at all that all of a sudden they got some thing popping and they were like, oh, fuck this. I, fuck that guy. I'm I'm past him. And you're like, holy fuck. Like yeah. that, this business, I don't know. I think that's, I think that's why I'm very grateful that I found a little bit of success later in life yeah. as opposed to at 30. I can't imagine you know what it would be. You know, it's funny. I, <clears throat> this is name, this is name dropping, but it's a good story. I was at a bar when I was turning, I forget, 33. 33 and uh i was at this bar and george clooney walks in and and george at the time maybe he's like i don't know 43 or something like that is he like 10 years older than us whatever yeah. and so he was he he was there and he was like and my buddy was like oh my my brother just did a movie with him let's go say hi so like all right cool great went up and started talking to him and he was just like so nice everything you want george clooney to be he was yeah and and he actually this other guy came up He's like, hi, George. Um, so, um, you know, I just wanted to meet you. I'm, uh, you know, just anyways, nice to meet you. And George is like, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. What's your name? He's like, oh, Frank. Frank, what do you do? I'm an actor. He's like, how is it going? And he's like, George, stop the guy to engage with him and connect, but not anything other than as who he is as yeah. a as a person. Yeah. And the guy walked away, and I was like, that was pretty amazing. Like you, Fuck you, yes. you didn't have to do that. I said, why? why do you think you're just wired so different than other people? And he's like, you know what? I didn't really make it until I was 33. He's like, I had some opportunities, a pilot, like he did a pilot or show called like ER that lasted like, you know, a few weeks or whatever. Like not ER, but a, but yeah. a sitcom called ER before it was ER. He did. Yeah. And so he's like, and I just, I never made it. And I, and so when I finally got it, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm so appreciative of I think, where I am. I think that is the number one thing where you go like, you go like, oh, I'm so glad. I'm so grateful for anything that like, there was lots of times. I mean, I, st I stood. I remember I sold $10 CDs. I would feel like I would crush and I would stand at the exit and watch 300 people walk past me right. and not even say like, good show. Like, and I, I remember just being like, dude, if, if anyone wants to say good show to me, I'm going to take the time and say, thank you. Because yeah. I remember... And so that's, and I, I've, I've gotten out of control with it about inviting people to bars and taking everyone out after the end of the night. I know, I've gotten too. a little out of control me, with it. Me but, too. But I, that's my personality. Yeah. Dude, I'm, and I, and here's the thing is I like, I have whatever itch you have to meet a celebrity. And not, I'm not saying I'm a celebrity, but like, and, and this will make sense in a second, but uh, whatever itch the person has where they want to meet you, they want to get a picture. And to some people, that's annoying. To some famous people, that's annoying. It's not annoying to me. I'm very grateful that anyone wants to. But I am that person that wants to get the picture with the celebrity too. If I see a celebrity, I am the person that has to say, hey, man, big fan. I, I, it's, an, it's not even, 
it is like an impulse. You know when they say like, uh, like, uh, like a junkie just needs to grab if the drugs are there, they're going to do them. Yeah. My daughter won the fucking championship. One of the girls, uh, Nicole's her name. She fucking had the the game winning uh, home run, like won the game winning home run, and then the pitcher had an amazing game. The two of them, dude. She's a fucking senior in high school. Yeah, and she's walking past me, and. I was like, Nicole, and she was talking to someone else, and my wife's like, Bert, let her go. I go, no, no, I got to say something to her. I can't I can't just let her walk past. And then she like came by, I was like, great game. And she was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I couldn't just go, you're a child, just go live your life. Yeah. I had to be like, I had to have my moment with yeah. her, like, great game, fist bump, you fucking killed it but, out there. So what's crazy is I do the same thing, <laughs> and my wife is like, stop. Like, there'll be someone out hiking, right? And yeah. they'll be like, Oh my god, this is the worst one. I can't, can't remember. I can't believe I remember it. So, so we're up at Yosemite, right? Yeah. And a lot of people, I'm um, like, are, use those poles to hike with those poles. And they and and these coming coming down. And my wife just is like, she knew it was coming. And I was like, hey, buddy, you lose your skis. <laughs> That's so stupid. Oh, That's so stupid, dude. I saw. And I, and I can't help it. So like, if I ever and my 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 wife's like, will you stop with the dumb dad jokes? But if ever I can, like, I always engage people. She's like, why do you have to always engage people? Dude, I engage people. And sometimes, like, I the one time I was walking, hiking Fryman, and there was a woman with the coming down the yeah. mountain. And she had the uh, baby on the on yeah. the backpack or in the front yeah. papoose Total or whatever. Recall. And I said, uh, whoa, you hiked all the way up and down with that thing? And she goes, no, I found him. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was a dumb thing for me to say. <laughs> I like what, what yeah i did what the fuck like i'm not good at i wish i was better at I, I did it literally i was in joanne fabrics trying to find some fabric to match a color for a new bag <laughs> and there's somebody in a uh with a baby you know pushing it they had their shopping cart but then they also had a, the baby whatever uh in the stroller and and i was like what how'd you get those in about the baby <laughs> it's so stupid why do i do that i'm gonna tell you about a weird coincidence i you know john reap the yeah, comedian. very okay. well. So, so John was on my he had podcast. A great Rogan appearance, by the way. He did. He Bro did. John Reap is. There's a couple people that are podcast gold. Meaning, yeah. you can put them on only podcast, and they just they just take off running, yeah. and you just kind of listen. John Reap and Chris Stefano. Chris Stefano makes me. There, I mean, by the way, there's plenty more, but just I'm, those are two on top of my head. You know, Chris Stefano is a fucking doctor. No, did you not know he's a doctor? Wait, did I know that? Yeah. Yeah, I did know he's that. He's a doctor. How did you and, know that? And, and not like, and not that. like a PhD. I, I was on my show, my podcast as well. But we we started talking. Chris it was, D. Yeah, for real. Yeah, shut the fuck yeah. up. Is he like a doctor of maybe physical therapy or? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, but but makes but sense. but yeah. a, but a doctor, not like a master. Dude, he makes me laugh so fucking hard. I just I was I was just texting with him today. Did you see his? I like, just post? texted with him today too. His post, uh, his like stand up with ADD. About biting the kid at a party it was fucking amazing, no, dude. He is, he's hilarious. He really is hilarious. It, it, that's one of those things. What were you people, gonna say about John Reap? I was, gonna, <laughs> I, I was gonna say people don't realize that 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 how smart you need to be to do stand up. How how sometimes the goal is to look like a buffoon, you know, like look silly. Yeah, I say stupid, whatever. But like, you need to be so smart to look like like Tim Conway. Like, you know, people have to respect how smart the guy was to look as dumb. Like if anyone's never seen the dentist sketch, like just go and Google that and watch that. Dude. That's that's just genius. But to to be that dumb 
You know what I mean? To play that dumb, you need to know what those cues and marks are in order to hit them. You need to be that smart to be able to do that. A, I, yeah. a, stupid, a stupid person can't even play stupid because they're too stupid to be smart enough to play, to play dumb. I couldn't. I could never do this business like, like, um, like Rogan or Stanhope or Burr, who they're the they are they are when you hang out with them they are two steps ahead of everyone yeah. kind of always that's the way they operate yeah is there already like you know and and uh i couldn't do that i can be very present in a room and i can be funny but i'm not I, my brain doesn't go like they can take a theory of of anything and dissect it a hundred different ways and find out the funny on stage i can tell you about my experiences in life and ultimately make you laugh at those, but that's how I operate. And you know, that's beautiful. I mean, yeah. I would say I had Chris Titus on the show, and he was talking about the day he realized that he wasn't that that sitting up there and telling jokes wasn't the same as telling a story. Oh man, I. So so here here's it here's a John Reap thing. So John Reap yeah. is on the show, and and every single time when we do the show, it's like people that you just. You turn it off, the you stop recording, and people just we're just hanging out, congregating, whatever. Because yeah. I got a big dog and nine cats and just whatever. There's always weird stuff going out the house. And uh, and so Reap was there and he's like, saw my wedding photo with, with my wife. And he's like, Where do you where's that? He's like, Maui. He's like, Oh yeah, I'm going uh, or Hawaii, right? He's like, and he's like, Oh, I'm going to Hawaii. I'm like, where are you going? Maui. When are you going? Uh, next week. Where are you staying? The Westin. Yeah, I'll see you there. <laughs> Cause so so I so I was just in in Maui with John Reap. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm a, and I, I'm going to show you something amazing. We we can we can end on this. So 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 John was telling me about this nude beach that he went to, like as a joke. That's so funny. Ari Shafir just texted me about a nude beach, and and he was like, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go check it out. And so I so I texted him like, dude, I'm dying over the photo because he put on his stories, him and his girlfriend with their butts you know facing the ocean just like butt naked it was amazing i was like i'm dying over that it's so amazing he's like yeah we had so much fun we went two days in a row oh, and then real? yeah and then he was like hey go and he goes and yeah, we made friends so look at this oh my god <laughs> who's taking the picture <laughs> isn't that amazing wait whose dick is that that's like i guess one of the guys they met oh my god i think i'd walk around naked too if i was sporting that or maybe that was warm water or something I'm looking at everyone's body. Yeah. Yeah. No one, no one has anything. By the way. No one should be naked. No, I mean, not too and, bad. And by the, and by the way, by the way John, me and my wife will not be going to this beach. John, John. <laughs> you're so bad this. I just started and, naked and, this and, morning. And, Neither and, of us and are John, rocking And John looks bodies. fantastic. And I said. John I go, looks great. I go, by the way, thanks for my new screensaver. <laughs> yeah, that guy's, that guy's got a nice piece on him. Yeah, he's okay. Ari there, texted me about a I think new he's beach today. A, he's like giving a talk. I yeah. I think he's giving a talk or a lecture about something. I guess, yeah, I guess it would be hard to. Hard? That's a perfect way to end this. Yeah, get perfect. All right, I'm gonna go uh, hang out with Todd Garner. Yeah, go do it. Yeah, and then uh, I'm gonna work out. Go hang out with Todd Garner. Um, are we gonna, are we doing a weight loss thing? No, because we can talk about it online. No, no time. I no, I have no fucking. I just gotta lose weight. I, I have no fucking. I can't do it. Okay. Um, the bag is Kickstarter. What is it? So we hard just go to Kickstarter. Click on popular. It's like it's right now. It's number one. It could be number one, number two. It's it's. You know, it's the adventure bag. Adventure bag with an e with a with three a, in it. With a three in it. And then you have the adventure hoodie, the adventure parka, the ad everything adventure. Yeah. Go to zanelamprey.com. Zanelamprey.com, I think, just reroutes you to the Kickstarter. And then, oh, for real? Yeah. And then your podcast is Zane's World. Zane's World, yeah. And then, uh, and I'm going to be on. You're going to be on. You'll probably be, yo, you'll be my next guest. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out this week. Done. Awesome, man. Thank you. Here for you. Please.
This episode was brought to you by The Machine.